Welcome to the Next Dimension Podcast, your portal to an extended reality. Every week we talk about the hottest topics in XR and let you join the discussion live on MRTV. And now, get ready for another exciting episode coming up. Hi, welcome to episode 11 of the Next Dimension podcast, your new podcast, which is all about virtual reality and, in the future, also augmented reality. And today, this is going to be a very special episode because we're going to celebrate the PlayStation VR 2. So do get your adult beverages ready because this is going to be a heck of a show. Today with me, Tatiana again. Hello, Tatiana from Disco VR. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Sebastian. Thanks for having me. Very, very excited about talking today. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, about all these good things. This is going to be so nice. Great. Also with us here today, Anthony. Anthony from VR365. Anthony, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Having a bad hair day, but dealing with it and just rolling with it. <laughs> I like it, but your hair is pretty okay, man. Just like always. Yeah. <laughs> I was just looking at it, I'm like, oh no, bad hair day. No, no, it's okay, it's okay. And also here with me, Steve. Steve, the VR flight sim guy. We do have quite some opposing views on a certain <laughs> accessory. Yes, we'll get into that one, I think. <laughs> Steve, how are you doing today? I'm very well, thank you. And every day is a bad hair day for me, so <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm not too worried. <laughs> but it, it is a bit shorter, your hair, right? Uh, I think it's longer than last week, or it should be, unless it's uh, uh, yeah. going backwards. I don't okay, know. Okay, yeah. Not. Well, it looks pretty good. <laughs> right. And also with me, Sebastian Ang. I am founder of MRTV and the host of this podcast. So for all of you who don't know this podcast yet, this podcast is all about virtual reality. And well, we are live every Saturday at 9 p.m. Berlin time, 8 p.m. in London time, San Francisco at noon and New York City at 3 p.m. And we are also on all the podcast um, providers like iTunes, Spotify, Alexa, Google Podcast. So... Why don't you, if you love this podcast, give us a good review. Give us a five-star review. So get this iPhone or iPad out right now. Open the podcast app. Find us. Find the Next Dimension podcast and do write us a review. It would really help us. And uh, yeah, we are grateful forever if you would do that. So go ahead and do that if you haven't done so already. Today... It's going to be a heck of a show because we have lots of exciting topics to talk about. We're going, of course, we're going to discuss the PSVR 2 confirmation. Sony has confirmed it's going to happen. There is going to be a PlayStation VR 2 and what this means for the industry, what we're expecting. We're going to talk about it, of course. Then another big topic is going to be the Quest Pro. It might happen. Facebook themselves, they have kind of like uh, started the rumor, right? So, wow, what might this be? We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Does it make sense? Yes or no? And are we excited about it or no? We're also going to talk about virtual desktop that is now in the Quest store with the full functionality of being able to wirelessly, wirelessly stream PC VR content. So, lots of good stuff. Lots of good stuff. Amazing. And also, some other topics, some other interesting topics. 
Since this is the Next Dimension podcast, we also want you to join the discussion, right? And therefore, there is a poll down in the description of this video. So for all of you people who are watching this live right now, please check out the link down in the description below. We're asking you two questions. Question number one, do you believe that there's going to be a Quest 2 Pro instead of a Quest 3? Do let us know. And the other question is going to be, are you going to buy the PSVR 2? Yes or no? Or, well, you first have to wait for the specs. So go there now and do voice your opinion. We're going to look at the results at the end of this show. All right, but... Before we go into all the content, we first want to find out what we did in this week. And I want to ask Tatiana, who haven't been on the show for a few weeks because it was a bit cold in Texas. Yeah. So how are you doing right now? How did you get over all this cold weather? Um, did you go? Did you fly to uh, Cancun, Mexico? <laughs> what did you do? No, just observing what was going on. I've been surviving this crazy Texas snowbit, as they call it, because it's just on top <laughs> of everything that's happening. Snowbit is good. We're also, you know, locked in our homes. And as soon as we were getting like, okay, we're at home, we're used to this now. Now you don't have power and heating and internet. So even oh staying God. at home, you didn't is have terrible. power and heat. Well, yes, yes. What? We, like, system run by electricity just to run the gas heating so we didn't had it for some people had it like they had it for one hour then it would turn off for another hour we didn't have it at all for three days i could oh. i could see my own breath in oh. the house it was terrible and but anyway it's it's not about that i survived we all survived uh, everything's good. good now, but it created a lot of work for me. So I, that's one of the reasons I haven't been able to be on this show. I really you know, miss being here, but I had just so much to catch up on. Um, understand. And without internet, I couldn't even, I had an idea. I know I was cold, so I thought I would work out in VR. I was always getting, you know, hot when you're in VR, you're moving. I couldn't even do that because there's no internet. <laughs> I couldn't charge it. But uh, now that I have been catching up with all the work and all the studies, I use this time to play some quite, you know, relaxing games in VR. I got into puzzles. I played a lot of puzzle games. I finally played Room VR. I played The Fisherman's Tales, which I have been planning to play for a, a very long time. And Great game. It's really short, but it's such an amazing, beautiful storyline there. I. I finished it in like two hours, and I was really sad that it was over. And it's perfect so idea, beautiful. right? The idea behind the whole thing oh, is so it's well done. It's beautiful. Amazing. It's, it's a masterpiece. It's agreed. It's no, it's something in between the game and those immersive experiences that are not interactive but immersive. This is both very interactive and immersive in this storyline. It's it was perfect. And I also was playing uh, puzzling places, which is on App Labs now, but the first time I played it was on SideQuest. And app, uh, puzzling uh, uh, places is basically like a 3D jigsaw puzzle game. And when I played it for the first time, it only had this one castle, which was great. But now that it's on App Labs, I think they added like 10 different um, um, like, uh, creations there. So I, I was really impressed that it's a free game. Yeah, so, so that it's been, you know, I was trying to relax. I was... I wasn't shooting anything this week in VR, but I 
<laughs> but I did go buy. On, man, this weekend. <laughs> no, no going this weekend. <laughs> Although maybe it would help with my nerves, like to smash something once. I'll I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. But but another thing I did, I finally bought my my curiosity popped, and I I bought PlayStation VR. Oh, which, cool. Yes, uh, which is very ironic because this is something about me <laughs> buying stuff. I bought Quest 1 a month before Quest 2 came out, and I bought PlayStation VR two days before PlayStation VR 2 got confirmed. We'll talk <laughs> I about that laugh. more. But I shouldn't laugh. Yeah, really, if, you, if you want to, to see if the new technology is going to come out soon, just check out my channel. If I bought something recently, then something's coming out in about a few Tatiana, could I, could I ask you to buy the Valve Index? Because I really want a Valve Index too. Yeah, that would be amazing, please. Yeah, well, I, we'll see. If someone's sponsored. I wanted to buy the have... Samsung Odyssey Plus. Oh yeah! Samsung oh yeah! Odyssey Plus. Okay. Can you yeah. buy the Reverb G2 as well? Just, uh, just no, just three headsets. It's, it's, it's yeah, just, just get them oh, all, Tatiana, please. We need new, new hardware. I need new hardware to, <laughs> yes. to review, <laughs> on the channel here. Yeah, I'll have to test this theory if I need to buy it or if someone can buy it for me. If it's the same effect. <laughs> all right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But, but did you I'm get really a great excited. deal though on your on your PlayStation VR? Did you get it real cheap? pretty good it was pretty good because with it it was i think we got it on ebay and it had the game it it had the the console it had the controllers and it had uh, like delivery and i think um uh, astrobot all together Perfect. i got it for 200 bucks it was, I yes think that is great I, yeah so it's it's okay it's it's great because like I didn't have to pay shipping and now I can play the games that I have. So my initial idea, I really wanted to play Hitman because of how you guys talked it up so much. It's I haven't great. worked to it yet, but I did have No Man's Sky to try and I did. And I wouldn't say it blew my mind because I'm downgrading from Quest 2 to PlayStation VR is something like you know, you're spoiled with the better technology already. Oh, it's like when you have your modern smartphone and then you go back to like, you have your old smartphone too. And you're like, oh yeah, I forgot that this thing doesn't do right. this and that. I was so like surprised. That do you have the PlayStation 4 or 4, PlayStation 4 Pro? It just Okay, 4. okay. Yeah. That is even, even, even a downgrade in terms of graphics, mm -hmm. yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, it's quite a downgrade. But once you, you know, overcome this initial, oh, like it's not as good. Uh, once you overcome that, you can actually enjoy it uh, playing some uh, exclusive games like you know, Hitman. And uh, my brother actually also got one. He's playing again Resident Evil 7. <laughs> I can't <laughs> play that game. Either. <laughs> but, you know, I'm sure that there is so much potential in that so we will talk about it have I you tried astrobot i did i did it's great it's, right it's great yeah. yeah it's great it, i don't regret it i'm i satisfy Perfect. my curiosity and i will be playing it occasionally with with playstation exclusive games right and try rush of blood as well exactly <clears throat> and also um wipe blood, out. blood wipe and out. truth blood and truth wipe out exactly thank you paradise uh, decay lots of amazing games that you need to try and they're actually exclusive to the PSVR platform, right? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Paper Beast, I think, is also exclusive. Oh, um, no, it's also on Steam VR, but Paper Beast is really oh, okay. good. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So this is exciting for me. <laughs> cool. Nice. I'm pleased you got uh, heating and power. That's the main yeah, thing. That's the main thing. Oh, yes. <laughs> 
I have short sleeves now. <laughs> it's so nice. <laughs> cool. That's your week? Yes. Okay. I, that's, that was more than enough. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So who do you nominate now? Uh, well, uh, let's hear from Steve. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll keep it short because obviously we've got a lot of stuff to get through. But I just want to say, first of all, my quest was really annoying me this week. It actually kept crashing. Uh, and I, you know, I was really disappointed, really, because uh, I'd wanted to try out quite a few different games and it just was not behaving itself. And I bet a lot of people in the comments have had this problem and it was new to me. And I think you probably know what I'm going to say. I don't know. But um, basically, every time I switched it on, the home wouldn't start. And then it's kept saying Explorer stopped working. Has anyone ever had that before with their quest? No, I didn't have that problem. Maybe, yeah. Well, uh, I did with mine. It was. Have you had it, I, Tatiana? Or? You know, I didn't have that particular problem, but I did have problems with Quest to the point that I even opened its ticket um, right. to figure out what it was. But I was messing up with the quality settings. You know, when you connect it to SideQuest, you can change the well, resolution. Yeah. And yeah. that messed up the image badly. I had to like restart it, reload it. I almost got to the point where I had to like do a factual reset, but it looks fine. But don't do that. Uh, I've read many comments, people who mess up with the resolution settings, it messes up their, their screen. Well, basically with this, uh, just someone said in the comments, no, it's just me. <laughs> well, you know what? I am good at breaking hardware and, and software. But anyway, I found the cure for it thanks to the amazing community out there and a lot of help. It's actually SideQuest, right? SideQuest mm. has to exist. It has to stay. It's so important um, because in one, you know, obviously for many reasons, but also because you can get inside the Quest 2 kind of, um, what you call it? I guess the software. And all it was is basically uh, loading SideQuest up and there's the app called Explorer. Okay, so if anyone's had this issue, <laughs> you basically clear the cache. That's it, clear the cache restart your uh, quest two and it's working fine now so i didn't have to reset anything um i just went to SideQuest. uh say thank you SideQuest, for you know saving all my games and all my progress and everything that would have been really really crap mm. so you know yeah. um yeah really happy about that uh what else basically i did to beta testing i can say now what they are uh, basically i've been flying two different aircraft the Fly9 Spitfire, um, everyone loves a Spitfire. I've got one behind me because I love it that much. <laughs> Not a real one, hopefully, but no. Um, amazing aircraft. I'm going to have that on the channel very soon. It's incredible in VR. It just feels so good flying over the White Cliffs of Dover or anywhere in, you know, in Microsoft Flight Simulator. That will be out very soon. They've worked so hard to get the sounds right. Then That Merlin engine sounds beautiful. There's another aircraft called the Just Flight Piper Arrow, which is a beautiful general aviation aircraft i've actually flown in real life many times so uh, i've had a good idea of how realistic it is and, and the flight modeling is brilliant and also checking out vr covers i'm laughing already as soon as i've said it because uh, <laughs> me and seb has uh, both got our opinions on that one which is really really interesting um shall i leave that park that one for a moment but i've been yeah checking out the VR covers, they basically now released their own facial interfaces uh, for the Reverb G2. One of them's a thinner version, and then you've got the sort of uh, more padded one. Uh, so I've been checking that out uh, against the stock Reverb G2 interface. And for me, personally, <laughs> I've found that the field of view 
I don't want to say it. It's, be- it's better for me. It is. It really is. And I actually, uh, Melissa tried it out as well. I said, right, I'm not going to tell you which one I'm going to put on the reverb. And I want you to see which one can you see more field of view. And she did actually say the VR covers, which I was actually really relieved because I thought, is it just me imagining it? But I guess it's it's to do with face your face shape and your IPD. You know, there's a lot. VR is such a personal thing. I think Anthony alluded to this a few uh, you know, shows ago, and you're so right. But, you know, we've got there's so many people with different head shapes and eyes and everything. You know, it's hard for these manufacturers to get everything right. But for me personally, that that was a huge, I mean, just a huge, uh, you know, difference. I mean, the the field of view for me was about at least ten percent more each side. I, honestly, you're, laughing, you're keeping quiet, Sam. I thought you'd have uh, said something by now. I'm very <laughs> no, no, no. I come to my week, then we're going to talk. We're going to talk this out. Yeah. Yeah, basically, that's all I'm going I've done a lot of stuff today. A lot of, uh, sorry, this week, beta testing mainly. Uh, and I'm lo- very excited to show some new aircraft on the channel very soon. And my Quest 2 is now working again. So, yeah, it's all good. All right, cool. Steve, who do you nominate? Is it Anthony oh, or is it me? I'm going to nominate you, Seb, actually, this time, because <laughs> I think it'd be quite cool to uh, hear what you, you, your week's been like. All right, okay, all right. So my week has been the typical MRTV week. I did MRTV stuff, as in reviewing some accessories, some hardware things. So first of all, I must say, I absolutely, <laughs> no, I absolutely took one for the team because I bought oh, this yes. year. This is the VR Brother um, elite strap for the HP Reverb G2, but honestly, this, this is not made for the HP Reverb G2. This is actually uh, a Quest 2 accessory, and exactly the iGlow one, just in black, but it's exactly the same. And I, I, I ordered it from Amazon.com in the US, and, and I'm in Germany, right? So I had to pay like $30 shipping fee, and on top of the $45 asking price, so it was like more than $70, it arrived here, and then I tried to put it into my Quest, into my uh, Reverb G2, and it didn't fit. This is not made for the G2. So I forced <laughs> it in, and I just ha- heard like a crackling, crackling sound, oh, and I destroyed oh. my G2. You should have oh, seen my no. face when I was watching that oh, video. It's such, it's it. it's such a pain oh, in the man. in the boot, <laughs> in the butt. Oh, yeah. So, so and they tried to build in the headphones there too to make it more like elite. Yeah. No. This is this is really this is terrible. And then um, yeah, I checked on AliExpress, this Chinese website where you can get those things. And now I found exactly this year for six dollars. So do oh, not buy. God. The $45 VR Brothers Elite Strap wow. for the G2. This is a scam. This is a terrible sc- scam. And now, still, if you're looking on the on the Amazon.com uh, website to find this, it's still there. And the reviews are quite high, right? Like four stars. And I tried to write my review, but I couldn't because I seldom buy on Amazon.com and my account is not allowed to do that. So... Guys and girls out there, do not buy this. This is a scam. I took one for the team. And it's going to be super hard for me to put back in the original strap. I, uh, yeah. Oh, Seb. Honestly, when I watched that video, I was like, yeah. I couldn't watch it. It was like yeah. a horror movie or something. I was like, don't destroy your Revo G2. Yeah, the yeah, right, first right. casualty on MRTV. <laughs> no, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, not the first. I had some other headsets that I destroyed myself with my killer sweat, MRTV killer sweat. Yeah, these, <laughs> these things happen on the channel. That's okay. I have so many VR headsets. I'm fine. I will still be in <laughs> VR. Yeah. Then 
I also um, checked out the VR cover um, um, head strap for the Quest 2. You saw it probably today in my video. It's a really cool accessory. Cost $24 is way better than the original soft strap and actually I even would probably be preferred over the Elite strap because it is so light and it gives you so much, uh, it's so stable. This is really a good strap. So I was very surprised how good this strap is for $24. Absolutely big recommendation. If you have not seen my video, absolutely do that. It's a very good video. Really I made it. <laughs> yeah, $24 is really okay. Really and the VR, cover, the VR cover stuff, it is good, right? We know that. And now, finally, the discussion I'm, with, 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 with Steve. <laughs> so I also reviewed this year. This is the HP Reverb G2 um, um, facial interface and foam replacement kit. <laughs> Sorry, I can't stop laughing already. From VR cover. So I reviewed that uh, on my channel. And uh, and then actually, like nearly at the same time, like Steve's review also went live. I think Steve's review went live a bit earlier. So yeah, so I didn't think any, I didn't think about anything. Just like okay, cool, we both reviewed it, and that's it. But then later that day, I watched um, Steve's video, and I was like bursting out laughing. I was going crazy. I, like I haven't laughed so hard in a long time. Really, it was so funny. <laughs> Because we basically exactly say the exact opposite thing <laughs> about this thing, about, about, about this. So in my video, I keep on stressing like, yeah, it is great for the hygiene, but it totally doesn't change your um, FOV, your field of view at all. And in Steve's video, wow, I got an amazing FOV that's at least 15 degrees more. I love it. And it's like, oh, wow, it's just like I was laughing so hard. At this. It's unbelievable, isn't it? It's so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. Wow, this is such a big difference, right, Steve? I, I know. I just thought, because I thought... Well, because I, I basically, after I'd finished uh, loading mine, I actually I actually joined you live, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, right, and right. I was like, oh, my God, what <laughs> the hell? This is completely different. <laughs> I thought, what could it be that makes this so different? Now, I do know that I use my Reverb G2 a lot. I mean, seriously, right. like almost every day um, with the stock pad. And I know you've got the Franken... Franken Frankenfov. Frankenfov. Now, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't tried that. Um, you should. I, yeah, I haven't tried any. This is my first ever dip into the sort of modification, uh, you know, of, of any headset. This is the first VR cover I've ever had. Um, and I'm so used to the, um, the the gasket on the original. I, um, I, I just as soon as I put that one on, it was it for me because I, I, I got the two, the, the, the thicker one with that. That was that's the same. Um, but right. there's a thinner version. Yeah, I have it here um, on. Yeah, yeah, that's the one you've got. <laughs> and I was like, this is definitely. I can see better. I yeah, no, no. I, I told you know. See, yeah. You know, I you know I totally get it, and uh, <laughs> like you know the thing is, it absolutely depends on what you're used to. So yeah. for me, for my for my G2, when I did my first preview, right, I was telling the world like, wow, you know what, the G2 has a really great sweet spot, and I still. I, I, I still stand to that. The, the G2 has a good sweet spot. But then when people received the G2, like suddenly, like all over the interwebs, it was like, what? The G2, the sweet spot sucks. It's terrible. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? The sweet spot is super nice. And well, for me, I, I'm, I was just used to, I was just not 
using the 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 Rift and the the Oculus headsets all the time, right? But this has a better sweet spot. So if you go from the better sweet spot to uh, to a sweet spot that is not so great, well, you will see it directly, right? But if you come from a headset that doesn't have a great sweet spot, like the Odyssey Plus or the Valve Index, then go to the G2, that's going to be amazing. So I think that is just what happened here. Like I'm using yeah. I'm using the G2. With the Frankenforth mod, it's like a fantastic, uh, it's a very nice FOV. And then I tried this, and yeah, I simply hoped that it would be equally good as the Frankenforth mod. But it was not, right? So I also saw that it is, it's a bit bigger, the FOV of this year, of the, of the VR cover, but it's nowhere near the Frankenforth. So, Steve, I totally get it. I totally get. I totally get the, it. The mystery has been solved. The mystery <laughs> has been solved. Yeah, but you should totally check out the Frankenforth mod. You get a way better FOV. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely. I'm definitely uh, going to try that actually. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, it's, it's uh, good. It's good. <laughs> but so interesting. It's so funny. I mean, I was. I was laughing so hard when I watched yeah. your video. No, everyone <laughs> out there. Good. Everyone out there must watch my video first and then watch <laughs> his video. It's 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 so funny. Incredibly. <laughs> Yeah. Other than that, in terms of um, games that I played, I played uh, Crashland on the Quest, which is like a wave shooter, a pretty good wave shooter, I would say. And uh, yeah, that's it. Also, I wanted to play Hyperdash today, but I didn't have time. So probably somebody else played Hyperdash. Not sure. Yeah. Anyways, that is my week. And now we're going to talk about Anthony's week. Yeah. So um, this week on my channel came back to life for the first time in a couple of weeks. I haven't done a lot of videos recently. And we're obviously later on this episode, we're going to talk about a very big topic. And I did a show that was kind of talking about that. And probably from a different vantage point than most people. So if you want a different view, maybe check that out at your leisure some other time. And also, I had a, a video on my site where I got an early look at a brand new game that is coming on Tuesday called Z Race, which is it's an interesting game because like when people first see like screenshots and stuff, they immediately think Wipeout, and it's not really Wipeout. So if you guys remember this game Zortex 26XX from the lab. You know that space shooter game where you have like a spaceship and you're like moving it around and shooting stuff? Well, this racing game is very much like that. You actually use your hand. It's so it's like third person. So you're wearing your VR headset and your hand is the ship. And the advantage of doing that is there's zero motion sickness. So they can have these like tracks move around and go all kinds of different ways. And you don't get motion sick because your hand is the ship. And there, your and hand for is some the ship. Reason, how, uh, how, yeah. What does it mean? So, like Zortex 26XX, did you ever play that in the lab, you know, where you're moving that little spaceship around and you're shooting stuff? Remember yes. from yes, the lab? Yes, I can remember. Yes. Okay, so that spaceship was your hand. So you were just oh, moving okay. this spaceship around, you're dodging right, things. Right. Well, this is a racing game where they do that. And you're just you're you're going through these tunnels at like hyper speed, and you're grabbing these like nitros and avoiding obstacles and stuff. Um, but the game is really early. I will say this: like a lot of games that go to early access, some of them use early access more as like um, almost like just the process of going through early access and then releasing. But they're not really a true early access game. 
this is definitely an early access game. It is early, it's unfinished. It only has like half the tracks that they wanna have, um, but they have big plans to make it really good. Another cool thing aspect of it is these developers, Exicus, they like really leaned into the VR YouTube community. I'm kind of surprised MRTV doesn't have his own racing ship. I don't know <laughs> if they like, if they talk to you at all, uh, but um, there's perhaps, so yeah. many, like Gamertag VR has his own ship. Tyrio Wood has his own okay. ship. Cass and Cherry have their own ship. I have my own ship. Paradise Decay in chat has nice. his own ship. So like, they kind of reached out to the community and they made oh, these like cool. sweet. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And they'll probably, they're gonna make more ships, but also they're getting our voices. So they got like my oh, voice really? in the game. And yeah, they're, they're cool. we're, we're that like is great. the coach for the person that's racing, we're the coach. And so we yell at them, but we praise them. It's just, it's gonna be kind of fun for people that are like really into the VR community. The game itself is gonna be 15 bucks. And it's not the greatest game. Like most people are complaining because they're like, where's cockpit mode, man? No way I'm buying this without cockpit mode. That would be but me. The, <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, if they tried to put cockpit mode in this game, I don't know that it would work because the way the tunnels move and dip, I like, I don't know if anybody can stomach this. it, but they're going to try to experiment and see if they can make a cockpit mode. But I just don't even know if it's going to work. How, but how third person. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just wondering, you said there's no motion sickness. How does that actually, because obviously it's still, there's still the speed element there, but is, does it really help because of the way it's like third it's person? It's because you're holding your hand like this, right? And you're seeing this ship right here. And there's something about, because you're moving it perfectly. So like every little movement is exactly what your real hand is. And there's something about okay. that that communicates with your brain where it's like, oh, this is fine. You could have whatever moving in the background because mm -hmm. I got this. Now, here's the thing though. If you take your ship like this and you move it way down here and it's not even really in your view anymore, then you can actually get a little bit of motion sickness. It's like when you're in a car, but you're like reading. So you, you know, you feel it, but if you're looking where you're going, so it's almost like, yeah, that makes sense. Is that connection there? That's kind of, yeah, yeah. I, I want to try that out. That sounds cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, that's, that's oh, I did play um, one App Lab game. It's like Smash Drums Demo or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, I tried that, and I was actually surprised at how enjoyable that actually was. It was actually quite cool, but it's just one song, right? Because I just kept playing <laughs> one song over and over again, and I'm like, oh, is there... I mean, I know it's a demo, but um, there is something in VR about music and some kind of experience having an experience with music that's like time to the rhythm and there's something about that in vr we've seen that we've seen it with it's all called the music fun games. yeah pretty much <laughs> right <laughs> but it's just more inherent with that type of style of game for some imagine reason. is it guitar hero or whatever they are they're yeah. called um imagine that you know if you had some sort of like able like it's some sort there's of there's a game coming there it's is. called yeah. air plugged yeah, yeah. Oh, it's gonna yeah. happen and you'd be on stage and you'd be able to see like, yes you'll be yes VR. exactly so cool. pretty much yeah right <laughs> you'd like that seb actually because you're playing you're learning to play the guitar uh, yeah i do yeah but but you can play the guitar like you are like <laughs> on stage in real life and rocking it right <laughs> not right now unfortunately yeah, yeah I mean, now I'm you're in this podcast unfortunately you have to be here <laughs> that's okay I'm hey happy. mrtv though you can <laughs> yeah. play real guitar and in AR, have a crowd. Oh, uh, you're right. Okay, yeah, that's that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> my 
honestly, my dream is still to play in a band at one time, and then like I'm playing the guitar solo, like right, and then the crowd is going crazy, and then I totally destroy the freaking guitar like this, and then I jump into the crowd and we all get drunk. Oh my god, I'm I'm a simple person. This is what I want to achieve in life. You need to be like in some sort of like who tribute band, and then you'd be able to do that every night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, all right, okay, I like it, very good. All right, that's it, uh, Anthony, for you. Yeah, yeah, that's basically it for me. Yeah. Okay, great. Then we can start with our topics here, and we'll first start with some uh, small topics, and then getting to the big topics, to the real deals. So the first topic that we're going to talk about is that. The Quest 2 does have some new updates, some interesting updates. So it's a small, it's a, some small topics, as I mentioned. And yeah, you can now say, hey, Facebook, <laughs> hey, Facebook, um, who's online, hey, Facebook, start um, Beat Saber, hey, Facebook, Something like this. Yeah, I so your quest is turned off. Yeah, my quest <laughs> uh, is it's going to go crazy now. It has, it has already started Beat Saber now, and it's playing it on itself. <laughs> yeah. So it's really not necessary. You could have just hit the menu button, hold it for two seconds, and just say "Play Beat Saber." But no, they want it to be called by name. It's right. Crazy. Exactly. Like get, that. get it crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I also don't think I'm going to use it so often. But, well, probably some people will enjoy it. It makes it even more accessible to some people who don't want to go through the menus, right? Okay, um, hey, Facebook, open Beat Saber. Yeah, Anthony, what do you think? Is it something that you would use? Well, when I first heard, hey, Facebook, I'm like, I almost thought it was a joke. Like, I almost thought <laughs> this was like an April Fool's thing. Hey, Facebook, really? And like a lot of the stories that you read about it, they're like, why isn't it like, hey, Oculus or something? Why Why would they choose to go with, hey, Facebook? Right. It's not like Facebook isn't a little bit controversial in a lot of different <laughs> a areas little, all little over the bit, place. Yeah. Especially, <laughs> a I mean, bit, especially with you know? privacy, right? Especially this thing, and now it kind of listens in the whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's oh, like, yeah. hey, Facebook, please turn off the spine. Sorry, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so one of the one to, one of the interesting aspects of this though is like with the portal device, I believe you also say hey Facebook. Okay. So what some people are speculating is that Facebook might get into the game of Alexa and Surrey and all that and basically have like a legitimate digital assistant that would be um, able to do things for you, which honestly as we get further into VR and AR, I think digital assistants are going to be like hyper important. And I actually believe Facebook in the area of artificial intelligence, they've spent a lot of money in that area. And so they're going to have some pretty good like AI routines when, when that becomes more robust where they could have their own little digital assistant. And I think, it, I mean, imagine you turn on an Oculus Quest and there's some little like robot thing there that's like, hi, Anthony, how are you doing today? And it like remembers things and it's like, you recently played this, would you like me to update it? You know, I mean, it might get kind of corny and goofy and you might wish it didn't exist anymore, but it might be really cool at the same time. So kind of I'm looking forward that. to it. Like the, you know, the annoying paperclip on Word. Yeah. Paper's not gonna yeah. Get oh, yeah. We all hated this guy. Yeah, right. Everybody hates this the paperclip. movie Blade Runner, I think the main character had like a, an AI girlfriend or something, and she was also updating all the stuff. 
Right. And it'd be kind of cool if you could has... change that, so you could say, you could call your quest a name. That's <laughs> crazy. But call it something. You know, you're either your name or, or you know. Hey Mark. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. For example. <laughs> yeah. I don't, anything really. Other than hey Zach. Yeah, we could just do <laughs> hey Zucker. <laughs> Play that game. So, Tatiana, what do you think about this? Um, is it something that you would use or probably not? Do you use uh, Alexa? Do you use Google Assistant? No, I, it never understands my accent anyway. Like, hey, Google. <laughs> Come on. Your oh, English okay, is amazing, Google. right? Your English is, is great. Can I, don't, I don't. Well, thank you. But it's not, for some reason, I... Um, I always feel like just me clicking on it is always faster because for some reason, okay. and I know it's something that will get fixed, but when I, when something is voice activated, it always has this delay when it like checks whether it heard it the right way. And I'm already using the voice commands on Oculus when I just um, uh, click and hold this menu button and it automatically, like you can start saying an open Beat Saber, open the store. I just do it anyway. Hey, Facebook sounds to me like, Facebook is being a little bit self-conscious about people not knowing that Facebook is owning this whole thing and they want to be like, oh, well, do you remember that it's actually yeah, it's Facebook, Facebook. and yeah, right. not Oculus? So it's, it's Facebook, call us that. <laughs> like, right. Don't call us Oculus, we're Facebook. So like, this is, nah, I'm yeah, not right. impressed. I suppose Facebook is easier to say than Oculus. It's like three could syllables. Be. <laughs> could be, could be, yeah. But I think everyone knows now that Oculus is gone and it's all Facebook. Anyways, if you're concerned about the privacy, about this Hey Facebook thing, you can opt out, which I think is good. So you can go to the settings and uh, yeah, it's not going to listen to you anymore. More. But it's still going to look into your place, that's for sure. <laughs> right, right. Another thing, another update. So Oculus is really like pushing it hard, right? So many updates now. Still, now we're at update number 26. Just last week or the week before, we talked about update 25. So now there's a cool, cool addition, which is the couch mode. So if you have a couch close to your play area, you can also map that couch and in virtual reality, when you're in a game, you're going to see it like as a blue box when you approach that uh, couch. And if you then sit on the couch, the game is going to ask you, do you want to change to couch mode, to sitting mode? And I think it's it's a pretty cool thing, right? They are, it's like, really, I've tried it. Yeah, it's brilliant. How I is it? it? Tell us Tell us about you it. tried tell it? Us, oh, tell yeah, us about well, it. I was in a, you know, because my VR sessions are quite long, generally speaking, and uh I can max out you know, the battery of the Quest pretty much every time I use it, really. And sometimes I get a bit, you know, stiff on the old feet and I just want to sit down, but I don't want to stop playing my game, you know, because I'm really into it. So this just enables me just to have that little sit down and uh, and still continue playing. And it's actually they've done it really well. I think it's a fantastic... I've got to say, the yeah, this just, again, shows the incredible versatility was, you know, of the Quest 2 and how... For this such a cheap headset, you know, because it is really for what it's doing. It's doing first for and no other headset out there is doing stuff like this with their guardians. So uh, yeah, I think it's it's something that uh, it doesn't detract from the immersion either. Really, you know, you just kind of because mine's just at the back, you know, kind of thing. And I just fancy sit down. I'll just sit down. Don't have to take my headset off anymore. Don't have to trip over anything. Hopefully, and yeah, but, I like, but it's I great. But what I find fascinating is, you know, when we had this update 24 and 25, there's all these little functions and bug fixes and all these things. 26, here's a couch. Any bug fixes? <laughs> nope. 
just the couch. Yeah, you're right. Right. That's hey, true. a couch is a big deal, though. That's a big it deal. is. It is. So, no, the guardian. The guardian isn't tracking pets yet, is it? Because I I found no. it was doing something really weird the other day. I was just doing my boundary, you know, when you're in pass through mode, and then one one of my dogs came in, um, <laughs> sort of just to walk across the boundary, and it started like having little. Like yeah, points it's on it. starting to analyze. No. <laughs> well, it, it's yeah, starting... it gave me a hard time. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> Love that. that's so cool. And then obviously, it's when learning. I was in the game, it's it is, learning. It is learning. It's understanding what my dog likes, what kind of pet food it likes. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. That's it's... a good point. Paradise said, what what happens if there's a, a dog on your couch? That Yeah, they're, they're going to have to move. That's, that's basically. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's getting better, and you can really tell that Facebook is pushing it. Yeah, they really try yeah. to make it as good as possible, yeah. and I think they're really doing a good job. The whole thing is getting just so streamlined. It's very you seamless. put it on your face; it's amazing. Now you even have couches. You never have to leave um, virtual reality anymore. It's good. So you have to give it to them. They are really pushing it, right? I'm sure there are some people out there though that would trade couch mode for ceiling fan mode you know what i mean <laughs> like for object on the ceiling that might cause serious damage mode yeah. or for like i've got a big giant 65 inch 4k tv mode can we have that oh, one i nearly did yeah, so you I can save my tv yeah. right Actually, you, know, you know what i've started doing now you know obviously the guardian on the floor i put a little kink in it where the tv is kink what That's, does it mean like, like like a little line like basically imagine your boundaries like a circle i just put yeah. a little line exactly where my tv is so when i'm moving around i'll just look on the floor and go oh yeah my tv's there okay at least i know where i am it's just a little thing i tried the day okay. and it really works well so okay. if you've got expensive tvs yeah <laughs> doing that i think the yeah, nice I'm... thing is when all these companies start really competing with each other if that ever happens um <laughs> they're gonna try to make more and more advanced our guardian mm -hmm. is so much better our guardian determines your dogs and all this yeah, yeah. You know, hopefully that'd be great yeah, Hopefully. as long as there's no monopoly that Facebook does take over and all the little companies that try to do it better. Oh, well, okay, I like what happen. you're doing. We, we own it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But but that's what they are doing right now, right? But thanks to Sony, it's not going to happen. And that's what we're going to talk about later. It's a very cool news, I think. The PSVR 2 thing is amazing. Anyways, so Facebook is pushing it. Great new updates. Very nice. <clears throat> All right, so let's talk about the next little little story here. And I found that on VR Scout. So you can now create your own VR chat avatar in minutes with Ready Player Me. So for all of you who don't know yet Ready Player Me, it's, it's a website. You can go to the website and you can really easily make your own avatar. The only thing that you have to do is you have to upload a picture of yourself and then you're getting a really cool, nice avatar which you can finish in like a couple of minutes. And uh, yeah, please check out my screen right now. I'm, I'm sharing it right now. So you can see that this lady uploaded this picture and this is how her avatar looks like. Very cool, very close to the real thing. Also, this guy here, he took a selfie and then this is what came out of it. So a pretty nice representation. You can have your avatar ready in a couple of minutes only. I tried it myself with myself, obviously. And yeah, 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 pretty good. Not as good as the real thing, but pretty good. <laughs> so um, yeah, now you can go to vrchat.readyplayerme.com. 
no, readyplayer.me and you can make that avatar and then you can simply click on import to VRChat. You tell them your VRChat profile and then your avatar is going to be in VRChat. Pretty cool, right? Don't you think? What do you think? Yeah, I I think it's a really cool idea as a concept to to create, you know, a, a more personalized avatar in VR chat. But well, when I was reading that article, I was thinking, well, the the spaces like Altface and um, uh, what was the other one? Um, big screen beta. Big screen, yeah. So those have human-like avatars where you can create something that looks like you, so you personalize it that way. From the times that I tried VR chat, if there's one thing that I've learned is that people are ridiculous yeah. <laughs> and they want to create right. as ridiculous avatars as they want, <laughs> as they can, because they can. And I, I just saw that people want to be as far away from normal there as possible. So I think it's great that there is this technology that allows you to still make something very unique, very personal. But I also think that there's still going to be thousands of people who will be using this ridiculous 3D models. And, and making these huge collections of the avatars that they have. So I still think that that will <laughs> preserve for VRChat. Uh, but I wonder, like, is right. it just for VRChat? I'm sure it can be imported to other spaces as well. Right, right. You can also use yeah. this on, in other places. So the Ready Player Me, they are doing a great job to include their avatars in as many social worlds as possible. So, so that is working out pretty well. And I agree with you, Tatiana. So... <laughs> I was in VR chat like probably two times in my life, but it has been <laughs> ridiculous. Like super small people bizarre, like doing funny things, bizarre, bizarre things, <laughs> and like uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty fun though. Um, Anthony, is, are you interested in in social VR stuff? You know, I I feel like um, I'm hard to impress basically when it comes to like this social like all the social vr stuff that i've seen it's like there is the g whiz factor of like oh my god i'm in a room with other weeble wobbles and we're all walking around and weeble wobbling and i what i need is i need the facebook avatars like for me to like for me to uh, for it to be more than just a little G whiz kind of like G whiz, this is really cool, but it fades off for me after a while. Like after I do it for 10 minutes, I'm like, okay, I'm over it. I, a zoom call would be fine with me. Now where this gets next gen is when you actually do have these like avatars and there's actual like body language that's conveyed eyes yeah, right, moving around, right, facial right. expressions. Yes. Yeah. So I'm waiting for like this next level, which might be like three years away still. No, not yeah. three years. Like like in I last think... in the last show, we talked about the Epic Games MetaHuman Creator. You know, and that's yeah. like uh, that's like Epic Epic's Games is making this and it's going to be accessible to all of us very soon. And if games are created with the, with the with the Unreal Engine we might have super, super, super realistic avatars very soon. So, yeah, who knows? It might not be so far away, actually. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, Steve, 
What do you think about this? Is it something? Is, are you interested in social VR? Have you ever tried? Not it? really. No, I'm. I'm not really. I'm a bit of a solitary VR person, really. Apart from if I'm obviously <laughs> anti-social VR. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, but I get what Tatiana was saying. Like, I think a lot of about VR is that escapism, isn't it? So I don't. I wouldn't want to be me in VR. I, I, the last thing I'd want to do is just recreate my face in VR. It's completely pointless and it's not very much fun. You know, I'd want to just be someone crazy or just just completely you know, encapsulate that whole idea of this, you know, new world. New, I can just be anyone I want to be. But I mean, I have used VR socially quite a bit, actually, even though I haven't, not not because I've wanted to, just because it's just happened that way. But yeah. apart from, I don't know, maybe I'm just a bit sort of old school. I just, I'm, I'm not that, I'm more excited about what we were talking about last, next, uh, last week, rather. I, I think, you know, to have sort of a, that sort of te textured skin and just make it look completely realistic with okay. the full body yeah, right. and the facial tracking. Right, right. I think that's where we're going next. This is just the... a, bit, a bit of a, a gimmick for now for me. Yeah, okay. and those are also probably going to be used more for collaboration and productivity rather than gaming. Because VR, I, I don't think VR chat is used much for like corporate meetings or something. <laughs> it's not that kind of space. But but to have those realistic avatars, maybe not even like those meta realism that you talked last time, but something like this, right? You create your avatar from the picture. It's much more accurate than something you would just make in old space. And then when you have these virtual meetings, if you if we do get to the point where we have embodied movements and facial expressions, that'll be much better for um, um, uh, like increased productivity and cooperation among people. You actually have a better sense that you're with them in the room talking about these things. You don't like, get distracted by these blink eyes, just a blank face, just hands are moving it's like funny, that. It's funny, yeah, because so. alt space right. is very cool. I've used that quite a bit and I've done um, a conference there with HP once actually and that was a good fun. And, you know, I, I said this last time, I think, that even though you don't have the facial uh, sort of stuff going on. When you're talking to someone, because their body language and the way they're moving, you, you, you fill in the blanks, don't you? And you, you kind of know what they're, you know, how they're responding. Uh, <clears throat> right. So, uh, yeah, already. So it'll, it'll yeah, only be better it, for them. Yeah, it can just only get better. So the better it gets, the, the better, I guess, it is for productivity as well. I think so, yeah. And I totally agree with what you said, like VR chat is not going to be used in a business kind of setting. But that reminded me of this funny news. Did you see that Zoom conference, that kind of court hearing in the US where somebody couldn't turn off their their uh, oh their cat their their cat filter oh my god yeah. I was I was like laughing so hard at that <laughs> I was like I'm not a cat I'm not a cat no no I, that's just my filter oh my god it's so funny I loved it I loved it I thought you were going somewhere else with that, with that. no no I'm sorry no no we watched it so many times yeah? I cannot I, tell you how many times we watched that video and it was funny because they even created like memes um, out of it comics yeah. where there's like a cat says oh no my human filter isn't yeah, working exactly i saw that i, I saw this. that too oh, that's, that's yeah. amazing i love that that's so funny that was so funny oh my goodness i haven't actually seen the video i've heard it, it happened but oh, I, you I must see it internet. you yes, must see you it must. it's just so I ridiculous will, yeah. like like this guy <laughs> as a cat right with a cat filter i'm not a cat Oh god! Yeah. I loved I it. It's it's a, it's incredible. I was like, how could they like not be laughing? There are two other men just sitting there You're staring right. at the camera. Like, oh, that makes it even funnier. I would it, be dying. I was I was laughing. I was incredible. Oh my goodness! Anyways, <laughs> good. Let's let's become real again and let's talk about the next topic here. <laughs> oh yeah, VR. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, 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 VR. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it's <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. So let's have a look at the next topic here, and let's have a look at the Road to VR article. So Steam VR update brings full support for OpenXR 1.0. By the way, is it 1.0 or is it 1.0? How do you say that in English? 1.0. One dot. One dot. Yeah. 1.0. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, 1.0. Um, yeah, yeah, okay, 1.0. 1.0. Oh, 1.0. Okay. Please leave a comment in the comment section. What is the correct thing? Yeah, another poll. Yeah. A huge step for the open standard. So let me tell you what OpenXR is. OpenXR is an open standard and it makes it easier for developers to develop. VR games, because instead of having to develop your game for the Quest and the Rift S and for the Windows Mixed Reality headset and for the PSVR, you would just develop your game against the OpenXR standard. And if the OpenXR standard is supported, like, for example, by SteamVR, it's going to work on all the SteamVR compatible headsets. And if Quest, for example, and what they want to do also would like support the OpenXR standard, it would also directly work on the Quest without having to change the code. So lots of time saved for all the developers. So OpenXR is fantastic and that Steam VR is now supporting it completely is amazing news for all the developers out there. So we can just hope that everyone is going to adopt it. Hopefully that the Quest is also 100% going to adopt it and more and more um, headsets are going to adopt it. Good news, right? What do you think? Fantastic news, really. But I, I, there's only one bit of news that I am gutted about that whole update. Is I mean, it's great for HTC Vive owners and Valve Index owners that this uh, motion smoothing has been improved. Okay. So you've, you'll find your games now will run really well with uh, uh, sort of you know asynchronous time warp so you know you've i think there's, there's up to six frames that can be interpreted now which can bring the frame rate really low and you can lock that down so that i'm, I'm like that's almost All enough right. for me to buy an index actually because that's a big deal for me with flight sims who, that's, that will never reach 90 frames per second ever you know there's no way but the trouble is it's not designed it's not going to support the reverb g2 or any windows mixed reality headsets unfortunately it's got to be for Steam VR itself, so I was a bit disappointed with that, um, but everything else, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, really. it's pretty good, right? I mean, yeah, of course, it's great that developers can simply develop against OpenXR, and that's it. So whatever it makes it easier for developers to deploy their games on all the platforms, the better, right, Tatiana? What do you think? Oh, yeah, it kind of makes me think of the exclusive games. I wonder if there's the concept of like the game exclusivity will still exist. I don't know if that actually supports like games like PlayStation VR. Would yeah, it right cover now, that as well? Right, right now, I don't think so. I don't probably think that, okay. that it's OpenXR. But yeah, who yeah. knows? On the long run, probably it also might support it, the PSVR 2, the OpenXR standard. I just think it's good to have these standards and, yeah, not like many different standards and make it just as easy and simple as possible for developers to give us the games on all the platforms. Just just put it out there. Good yeah. news. Good they news. have to figure it out. They really do because, like, it's still, you know, VR. It's been around for a while but not long enough to have this standardized way of, like, uh, 
path for everyone that has been tested and has been working. So hopefully this is a step in the right direction to make this right. much easier for everyone else. Right, right. I think this is, uh, yeah, simply good news, right, Anthony? My question on it is, okay, so like if a developer, let's say a developer is making a game in Unity and they're, they're making this game in Unity for PC VR. Now, they can program it somehow in OpenXR that takes advantage of, of that it's being developed in Unity, and then that can just work on the Oculus Quest with no alterations? Because yes. what I thought this was is I thought it was more for, like, all the different controllers and the menus and, like, also, camera angles and stuff, but not, like, actual game engine conversion. Am I confused here? I don't know. Um, well, that's a good question, though. But if you if you program against this API, and it's, it does have to do with controllers and stuff, so you don't have to like um, adjust the controllers, adjust the controllers like for, all for the example, exactly, and all that. Yeah. exactly, exactly. You you menus, you, and stuff like exactly. That. You program against the standard, and you say, okay, now the user clicks the menu button, right, for this OpenXR. And then for all the different platforms like Quest, they know what is the menu button, right? So they map it to their platform, yeah, yeah. and mm -hmm. you don't have to program it for the oh, Quest. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, it's really good. Great. It's, We've it's all a, been there, but, haven't we? We've yeah, yeah exactly. But if you're making a game in Unity, and it takes you're making a game for PC VR in Unity, and it takes you like a year and a half to make this game, putting it on Quest usually takes like a couple more months to do that. All oh, right, um, right. Do you mean because with this, yeah. would it be like instantaneous? No, Bam, no, no. That would be incredible, no, no, no. but I don't think it's really. No, like no, no, that. no. Yeah. Not, not, okay. not like this. You st of okay. course, it's still about like <laughs> how many polygons does it have and stuff. Yeah, of course, yeah. no. That, that's not taking it away. Oh, that would be amazing. You just program one time, and it's going to be perfect for That'd all cool, the systems. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not there yet. <laughs> one day, one day. One day. No, that will never happen because right. obviously each, each, uh, you know, sort of. Uh, uh, developer don't say software. never because AI <laughs> will figure something out <laughs> unless it's obviously some sort of cloud-based thing then obviously it would do but I mean in terms of mm. Oculus is Oculus you know when you've got Viport yeah. and you've got you know um, Steam VR and it's, it's just yeah it's it wouldn't work that way unfortunately but I mean Steam VR they've been pushing out updates like crazy you yeah, know all crazy the time. high recently all the time and it's really exciting, and even Windows Mixed Reality are pushing the odd update here and there, believe it or not. And uh, I just feel it's just you know VR is yeah it's it's getting mainstream. It is. It's definitely getting there. We're going there. We're going there. Oh my goodness, this is going to be the biggest show on YouTube. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Right. Okay. So now let's get back to reality. Virtual <laughs> <laughs> reality. <laughs> and. Um, Right. Actually, the next topic is more about augmented reality. Oh, yes. So, actually, we, we hear lots of lots of things about augmented reality, right? The Apple VR headset that we've been talking about, it also seems to be a VR headset with pass-through, which makes AR possible. Then we heard about the Lynx, our one last show, which also does this kind of VR thing that does um, AR. And now, the... Leaker, Walking Cat, he has leaked another interesting headset. Or actually, he has leaked two headsets. The glasses light. Oh, one more. Let me change the volume here. The glasses light from Samsung. And also the um, AR glasses from Samsung. And one is simply a viewer. 
a viewer where you get like a virtual screen floating in front of you and uh, yeah you can watch YouTube videos and such and uh, yeah you can also work on a computer screen which is floating in front of you and that's what we're looking at right now here and the other one is more of an AR headset with lots of uh, hand gestures where you can like yeah like um, make something bigger with your hands <laughs> and let me let me just show you the other one as well just to uh, give you an idea about how, how it looks like it's a very short video so th these are concept videos because honestly speaking on that on that headset you don't see any kind of cameras nothing it just seems to be too perfect to be true. I was so, going to say the same, yeah. No, yeah so, and, and also, aren't, weren't they supposed to be tethered? Like, I thought they were supposed to be connected with a cable, but maybe they're making them wireless. Yeah, but right, if they, they're using that technology, the Qualcomm, that it should that it right, right. be connected. Right, no, right. This is, this is really, really more of a concept right it's now. It's James Bond, isn't it? This is what it, this is. It is, <laughs> yeah. This is, but this is our future. This is going to happen. And especially the glasses light. You know, those glasses where you simply have like a floating screen in front of you, that is easily doable. And uh, I also actually, I do have some headsets here already, like the Unreal Lite, which is such a headset, which I can connect to my phone. And then I have this virtual screen floating in front of me. So, Anthony, I want to ask you, is that something that interests you? This kind of this kind of glasses, which will give you like a virtual screen, which floats in front of you, and then you would watch your YouTube videos on it. You can do some uh, some computer work on it. Is that something that you see in your lifestyle that could fit in there? Well, I'll tell you what. One thing I've always dreamed about in like some far-flung future reality would be like, for example, let's say you, you're going, like, let's say you have to go to grandma's house for some reason. You're going to grandma's house. It's going to be, a, I mean, you know, obviously you haven't seen grandma in a long time. So you're going to hug her and you're going to try her lasagna and whatever. And everything's going to be great. But after a while, you're going to start to get a little bit bored, right? And wouldn't <laughs> it be awesome if you could just be sitting on the couch and you could just go and just create a screen right here and have a keyboard and you could start working on it. You'd be like, yeah, grandma. Yeah. I, I yeah. Tell me about you went to Florida. How was it? Okay. Um, and so there's this like dream of like, imagine if we could create a screen out of thin air that doesn't have to go in our pocket or anything. And it could, it could go anywhere with us and I could lay back down and it could be like this and I can move over here and I'm going to make a sandwich and the screen is following me. Mm -hmm. And what AR is going to do, it, it will allow us to do that. Now, haven't you ever been watching an NFL football game and somehow you had to go to the bathroom, but they were on the goal line and, you know, so you'll be able to continue the experience wherever you go. And um, this is a dream that we have and AR is going to be able to do that. And we're going to get these little viewers, these light viewers that are going to be able to do these kinds of things, right. notifications and stuff like that. Now, the one thing I did notice in that video, the Samsung light one with the like white looking Ray-Bans, it looks like they took three different pairs of white Ray-Bans and like just <laughs> merged yeah. them together. Yeah, because, it's a bit dude, fat, right? The yeah. frames, it is fat. Like right, right. this guy's walking around, they show him in the sun and it's like, yeah, it turns into sunglasses, man. He's on the beach. He's enjoying right. himself with his <laughs> drone, right? And you see inside the glasses and it's like, 
all these little technological things. No one's going to be able to wear this at Starbucks or anything. I don't know why people are kind of like pretending, oh, yeah, it's just regular glasses, man. Wear it anywhere you want. But it is amazing. At the same time, I mean, I'm kind of like criticizing it there. But at the same time, it's amazing that we're moving this quickly, this fast. Because one of the articles was saying, well, we don't believe there's any actual technology in here. This is just a fake. This, No, there could be. As thick as that thing was, there could be processors all up in there Absolutely. doing all kinds of stuff. But that kind of makes you think about it, about how heavy this might be. I mean, they say it could be lightweight, but still, there is a lot of technology packed into that frames. And it just wears like glasses. It doesn't have this goggle structure that it had strap that would secure it to your head. All I could think about is how are you going to wear it? What is it going to fall off my head easily? Or what if it's really uncomfortable on my nose? I don't know. It's supposed to be like even regular glasses sometimes are not comfortable <laughs> for me to wear. But with this heavy frame and nothing nothing secured, we just wonder how light they can make it. Right. It probably is still a bit heavy in the first place. But... Well, I think we're going to get there. We're definitely going to get there. And we're still at the very beginning of this, right? It's not mass market yet, but it is going to be at one point. And I think this point is going to be very soon. I totally believe in that technology, as you probably know. And I do think that AR is going to be bigger than VR for sure. It's going to um, do away with our smartphones. So instead of sitting in the public transportation and everybody is just looking at their smartphone and doing this kind of gesture with the with a thumb, people are going to sit there with their with their headsets and they're doing this here. In the, they're going to like pinch into the air and they're having the, these virtual screens. It is absolutely going to happen, and we're seeing that right now. Is it is going to happen actually? The Unreal light glasses they are going to come out very soon. It's something that is also like very thin that you connect to your to your phone then you have um like several virtual screens i've tested this out at ces last year and it, the demo was like incredible so simply put it into your android phone and then i could choose youtube for example which was one floating screen then i could do another floating screen like twitter i put it just on the right next to it and on the left probably i i look at some stocks or whatever i wanted to and it's amazing, right? And then I could. I can, oh, you know what? I can. Sit you could there, be yeah. at work. Check this out. Yeah. You could be at work. You're working, and then you're trading stocks on like seven different. Yeah, exactly. No, really. No exactly. Idea. You're right. Exactly. You're looking at all these stocks, and oh, you're you're totally you're killing Day it. Trade. <laughs> think about right. how decluttered your desk would be. Yeah, I have absolutely. Two right now, there are some right, who have too. three and four, just like completely throw them away. And it can't mess up with someone. You know, for some people, it's like culture, a computer culture. You like seeing these monitors on your desk. You design it, the setup. And it's kind of like this paradigm shift, the transition from, I don't know, the physical books to ebooks some people just resist it yeah no, i like I my agree. regular books i don't want it i want my yeah. collections <laughs> i'm sure like, you know, people when like, people, i love but people used to have separates for hi-fis and stuff like that you know and i remember when uh, my my you know my parents and that they used to have this incredible sound system and it had a record player and it had a yeah. you know it has really CD. good tweeters yeah, yeah yeah like an equalizer section yeah. like this oh, big yeah. just to change the bit you know you never did change it but it looked cool <laughs> And, you know, you'd have like a tape player and everything. And, and then it now it's just a phone, isn't it, or something? And, I, I, yeah, I, do you know what? I can see, though, 
mm-hmm. these AR glasses, like it's going to take social distancing to a new level, isn't it? Because like you're going to need to be, a, you have your own space, or you can be poking people's eyes out everywhere. <laughs> you're doing this on the in the bus and everything. <laughs> right, gonna, like, right. People are going to be injured all over the place. It's going to be uh, crazy. But for me personally, I, like Anthony, if I went away somewhere, this is exactly why I'd use something like this. But I think for everyday thing, um, I, don't, I quite like the fact of sitting on my sofa and that's it. I don't really want to have glasses on being busy doing this. I'd rather just have a room where I go and sit on my computer. And then when, when I want to go away from it, I'll go somewhere else and maybe, I don't know. I'm, bi- I'm a bit Don't you want Twitter to follow you everywhere at all times? Uh, I don't even have a Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, even, you should so. totally start it. So I can <laughs> at least tag you whenever I talk about the Next Dimension podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, by the way... By the way, Steve, I'm going to remind you in Next Dimension podcast episode 150 about what you said because you're going to be sitting there <laughs> yeah, yeah. with your beautiful new um, AR glasses and like looking at the chat. Oh, while his neuralink chip in his brain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally. I'm going to remember. I'm going to tell you, Steve. I'm going to play it back and it'll be all echoey and it'll be black and white and then it'll be like it'll be all grayed out and I'll be like, oh my god, why did I say that then? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to laugh at you. Next Dimension well, Podcast. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> Next Dimension <laughs> Podcast, episode 150. We're going to look back at this show, and it's going to be so funny. Yeah, right. So, so uh, yeah, we, we're getting closer to AR. It's going to happen. It's going to happen eventually. Uh, we're just a couple of years back, but it's going to happen, and we're going to see the first headsets. Yeah, hitting hitting us. The Unreal is going to hit very soon, and, yeah, then the, the VR, uh, the Apple thing is interesting. All right, but now, why don't we get to our main topics? Let's get real here. I know that all the people who are watching this live right now, they've been waiting for it. So let's start with the first big topic here. And the first big topic is that virtual desktop, yeah, our favorite app, virtual desktop for the Quest is now available in the Quest Store in its entirety, just like Gigodon, the developer of the virtual desktop has has imagined it with the function to wirelessly stream PC VR content to your Quest without any side loading. And it's kind of interesting because, well, Facebook, they have like totally banned that function, right? In the beginning. And they said like, oh no, you know what? The quality is probably not good enough and we cannot, we cannot make sure that the quality is good for everyone. And that's why it was so complicated to get it. And Guy Godin, he said, okay, you know what? I'm going to do it anyways, and I'm going to simply have people sideload their little patch onto virtual desktop so that they can still use their Quest wirelessly. And that's what so many people did. So many people used SideQuest to patch it and to to be able to wirelessly um, stream the PC VR content to their Quest. Now, App Labs came out and there was this kind of way where developers could more easily get their content onto the Quest, even if it was not approved. And and Gigodin was waiting for that approval for that patch. But now suddenly Facebook says, you know what? This is good shit. <laughs> you know what? We're going to have it now. That's exactly what they said. That's exactly what they said. They called Gigodin and said, you know what? This is good shit. Yeah, <laughs> have your have your wireless streaming in your virtual desktop software from the beginning. No side loading needed whatsoever. 
Wow, cool, of course, cool for everyone, right? Don't need to sideload anymore. But I want to ask you, why is that suddenly happening? Why the change of heart from Facebook? Because they're altruistic and they love the in-level <laughs> customer and they just want to be so nice to us. It has nothing to do with some type of legal technicality because it was about to go through App Lab and it would have exposed them to some kind of problem. I, I'm telling you, it, there's got to be something going on here. But I will tell you this. Guy Godin was last spotted at a Lamborghini dealership earlier this morning. <laughs> Gigoda is an amazing guy, and I'm. Uh, Gigoda is an amazing guy. <laughs> yeah. You Anyways, the, you had him on the podcast, didn't you? It was yeah, an interesting yeah, one. Really. Yeah, interesting. it was Such a great, down to earth guy, and I'm so I'm so pleased for him. Like, yeah, of course. I think it's this is the day where Facebook ate humble pie, isn't it? Really, you know, and uh, it's yeah. it's refreshing, no. and it's a great. No, for I, me personally. Sorry, yeah. go on. No, no, go. You go on first. I, no, I was just going to say, like for me. The Quest 2 is all about convenience for me. Like, I, I'm a PC VR guy, as you know, and I tweak and I fiddle around with the computer and I mess around with settings and I'm happy doing that. So when the Quest 2, when I use the Quest 2, I want it to be easy. I want it to be literally, I switch it on, get into a game and take, you know, and that's it basically. And this, now I am interested in trying virtual. I haven't actually tried the uh, Quest really? 2 wirelessly left. It's great. Uh, it works so well. It. It's and great. simply because... Oh. I mean, SideQuest has helped me out, admittedly, with this issue I had. But, in, you know, generally speaking, I can't be bothered to mess around uh, sideloading stuff and trying to work it all out and stuff. I know it's simple, but, you know, for me, I don't want to use the Quest like that. So now that this is on the actual official store, I will be buying it this weekend and trying it out. And I'm really excited about it. So, yeah. yeah. It's interesting that for some people, it actually can be a little bit psychological. I about so. oh you need to buy this but it doesn't actually do what you want it to do unless you do something side loading whatever that I don't want to do so yeah. I I did it I've been doing uh, you know this streaming wireless streaming with the patch for a while before it became official I guess and the only thing that makes it easy is that you don't have to jump through the hoops of side quests and while before I wasn't sure. I thought SideQuest, no, it has its purpose. It's going to continue having its purpose. I'm getting more and more convinced that this is the end. Nail in <laughs> the, the coffin end. or what? Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I, mean, I, really I remember hope we had this conversation. We had the, the you know the argument about it, and I had my reasons. But this is the, what probably the most one of the most downloaded uh, you know apps or patches from SideQuest. If there is no need for that, there's really very little left. Uh, along with the app labs and all of that, like I'm getting very much convinced that there's a big reason to kill site. There's a lot of modders out there, though, aren't they? Really, you know, there's gonna, there's always going to be a call for something like SideQuest that you can really like unravel all of that. You know, you can try so many different games or something a little bit experimental. I think yeah, if I really so. if if I yeah. didn't have a computer or PC, I would I would want. Side quest, you know, my life a bit more, really, you know. And that uh, was my main argument too, yeah. and that's what I'm thinking. It's probably going to be this indie developer space for everyone to just share their work in progress. Anything that's super experimental, it might be, um, but yeah, really, these big things that brought money. <laughs> They're all moving to Oculus to the official store, and that's very, very obvious. So, but I'm I, I'm happy as a consumer. I'm happy for this convenience. I think it's I think it's great for us as consumers to have this. 
yeah for, for the way i use the quest 2 and i think a lot i speak for a lot of people i think it, it's a good thing really definitely yeah. right right that makes sense so let me tell you my opinion why this is now available on facebook uh, on and the on the original store so i just just like anthony i think that facebook has our interest at heart they love us they want to make us happy they they just want to to make us super happy and um, yeah, just give us the most convenient convenient way, and they just saw it like oh my goodness, we did a mistake. We should have like given it to them in the first place. Yeah, uh, obviously I'm kidding here. You know that. So for sure, this is to pacify the VR community. There's no question about it. They are so smart. Facebook is such such a smart company. They're doing everything exactly right. So of course they know that the community loves this app. They know exactly that they love this app, and they found out. But that lots of people did jump through these hoops to still make it happen, right? And now they were like put on the spot here because it's a bit strange that, well, that if they would not allow Gigodin to at least have it on Apple app, right? Because the the, the sole yeah, reason... Yeah, it makes them look bad. It yeah, makes of them course. look bad, it, so they had to cave. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So so even if if they would not have allowed... Gigodin on, on Apple Because they would Lab. have to deny him on App Lab, and that would just exactly. uh, it would be a whole can yeah, of worms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, You've exactly. solved the crime. You've solved it. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you you solved it first. They have our best interest at heart, Facebook. <laughs> yeah. You know, this also means that they probably don't have their own, like, we're not going to get their streaming option gonna get until it. Quest 3 or Quest we're Pro. going to talk about. Yeah, we're going to talk about this in a moment, right? Right. We're going to talk about this in a moment. Anyways, yeah. So Facebook is really smart. They know exactly how to uh, how to game the community, how to pacify the community. And if they would have said to Gigodon, no, you cannot put it on App Lab. Hmm. Strange. Wouldn't have made sense, right? But if they would have let it on App Lab. And it's it's actually it's it's still against their terms and it's still the same problems, right? Like before, like as in like, okay, some people might have a bad experience, and it would have also exposed them, right? So the only right thing to do, the only good thing, the good the good play is to allow him to put it on the store. And that's what they did. So yeah, it's uh, it's funny. It's it's interesting. <laughs> Helping yeah. the VR community is the side effect of what Facebook does. Yeah, right. Exactly. I love this though because you're not going to get this information from any other podcast like this. Um, no. You know, we're, you know, I think what, so. What, what we're saying is 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 you know it's quite controversial really, and but it's it's actually the truth as well. So I think people need to understand the sort of the other side of the coin, so to speak. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're totally right. There's no yeah. doubt about that. I think so, really. So yeah, this. Face this um, podcast is an in independent one, and uh, I think that is a good thing to be in in these times, <laughs> in these hard in these hard times. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Hey, Facebook. <laughs> right, hey, Facebook. Please start the game. Okay, cool, cool. So, anyways, I'm I'm really happy for Guy Godin that he has his app now on the Quest Store, just like as he intended it to be in the first place, right? Not so many people had to jump through all these hoops to make this happen. Um, but now it is, yeah, now it is actually there. 
and well, side quest. It's it's a different story about side quest. Where is it going to go? What's it going to be? It's it's going to be more. Yeah, it's it's a different thing now. It's a different thing. Anyways, we talked about this before. Good. Anyways, I'm it's happy. Pornhub. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's the black Pornhub. market now. It's the black market now. Right. The deep web. The dark web. The dark web. Right. Right. <laughs> good. Good. Anyways, it is it is um, good news that now site that that now virtual desktop is on the Quest market as it's supposed to be, and people can now try to use it wirelessly without having to sideload, and it is working beautifully. I still think so. I, I, think, I still think, though, that Facebook is going to come up with their own wireless methods of streaming content. What do you guys but think? Probably not you know? this generation, though. Otherwise, I don't think they would have did this. Right, yeah, right. They're not ready for that yet. I don't think they're ready. Yeah. You're right. That's why. Wi-Fi 6E is probably what they want. Could be. Wi-Fi 6E on Quest 3. Right, right. And now, probably, we're going to see it in a Quest Pro. And <laughs> that's how we get to our next topic. So let's have a look at the Upload VR article. Oculus Quest Pro, Facebook's boss worth Wings at the potential. So what happened is the following. So um, Bosworth, the vice president of augmented and virtual reality at Facebook, did an Instagram Ask Me Anything. And it seems like that's uh, happening quite frequently recently. And in the last one, somebody asked the following question. Why can't... Oculus make a $600 headset and put the best specs like Quest Pro 3, etc., please. Bosworth then said, Quest Pro? Huh? Interesting. And gave a <laughs> wink to the camera. You know, wink, wink, wink. And uh, well, so that's how the rumor basically started that actually the next Quest the next quest that Facebook did already like talk about in that in that call that they had in that investor call that could probably be a quest pro so it could probably not be a quest 3 with the next best chipset not with the XR3 or what but it could be like a quest 2 with the XR2 chipset but everything else is more pro so let's think about what this could be. Probably this could be like two displays instead of one display. Probably this could be like um, better IPD adjustments. Probably this could be better audio, like the Valve Index or the G2 audio. Probably this could be a way more comfortable headset. Probably this could be a bigger FOV. Probably this could be a higher, higher resolution Quest 2. So this is actually really interesting and uh, let me tell you what I think about it before I ask our crew here what they think about it. So, in my opinion, this kind of makes sense. Because this thing, this new quest, it's going to come out probably not in this year, but in next year. Not in this year for sure, right? We just got the quest 2. Quest 2, it feels like it, but it already last year. But if it comes out next year, a quest 3 wouldn't make sense. Because even now... We don't have Quest 2 games that make use of the XR2 chipset. So instead of pissing off so many more people, it would, much, it would make so much more sense to come out with that Quest 2 Pro, which also has the XR2 chipset. And once it's out, 
Well, so many people are going to have the Quest 2 or the Quest 2 Pro, and then they're going to make all the games which are just for the Quest 2 and the Quest 2 Pro with an XR2 chipset. In my opinion, it makes so much sense not to go for the next best chipset, but to go for that Quest Pro in order to, to get the money from the people who don't want that race to the bottom Quest 2, who really are totally fine with spending $600, $700, like the people who get the, the, the Reverb G2 and the Index, right? They're totally not getting to that market right now. But with a Quest 2 Pro, they could totally get that money and actually make money from hardware as well. And for those people who think, hey, $600, $700 is too expensive, all right, no problem. Go for the, for the actual Quest 2. What do you think about my thoughts about that? I can probably just quickly chime in because I don't have a lot to say really about it. But um, <laughs> for me, I just feel, is Facebook even more aggressive than we first thought about this? Because we, we initially kind of thought, yeah, maybe they'll get a, a headset out every two years. But maybe there's going to be a new Quest every two years and an incremental Pro version, you know, in between the year kind of thing. And this is what we're going to get this year, the Pro, then Quest 3 next year then Quest 3 Pro the year after. And, and the, the Pro could be something so simple as perhaps have a dedicated display port and maybe a little bit more comfort. It's just those little things, uh, they, they seem small, but that is enough for me to go, hang on a minute, now I might be interested in that myself kind of thing. You know, I don't want to say no Facebook login, but that would be hilarious. But obviously that's not going to happen. Um, but I just feel like, my God, they're actually more aggressive than I first thought. And I re already realized I was already annoyed that they mentioned any hints of the Quest 3 already. And, you know, I just feel like, oh, God, you know, this is uh, we're just going to see so many headsets from them now from this point onwards. Right. We're just going to be like not you know, be able to keep track. But that's, but that's OK. But, but, Quest 2 Pro, but Quest 2 Pro wouldn't be as hurtful as a Quest 3, right? If the Quest 2 Pro came out, you wouldn't feel like, oh, the fuckers. Right. Yeah, but yeah, especially yeah, but... if they, especially if they keep selling Quest Two, right? Like exactly. the regular Quest yeah, Two yeah. keeps selling right exactly. along with sure. it. Yeah, sure. The Quest Two Pro will that have to be better than the Quest Three standard? You know, like how are they going to market this really? But I think unless the Pro is for the pro gamer, like the PC gamer or whatever, you know, where you've got <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Dedicated DisplayPort. Come on, if it, if they brought out that. If it was, you know, because I, I get so frustrated with the Quest 2, you know, I've, I've, I've stopped using it for flight simming at the moment because it's just, it just, honestly, no matter what PC you've got, it just doesn't work that well. It's just, you know, it's so hard with that, with that sort of decoding going on. They just, it's such a, such an issue with it. And I just feel that a pro version could have that as a big feature, I'm, I'm, you know, what? and if it did, I probably would buy one. Well, Facebook were really holding back with trying to keep it as cheap as possible. They really could do much better uh, in terms of the resolution, the refresh rate, and some of the things that they added. But definitely, they were trying to save as much money for themselves and for the users just to get them into VR. So it's really not surprising. I totally agree with you, Sebastian, that they are going to do this better resolution, refresh rate, better tracking, IPD, all these little things that probably they could have done a year ago, but it didn't because that would drive the prices up to 600. So, um, um, the I problem, there might be. Well, one problem is though, like better resolution, better FOV eye tracking, I they can't, can't really do that because right. that, that creates a new, 
like what they can do is they can do like comfort. They can do like um, maybe a bigger sweet spot. They can't go to a bigger FOV because that changes the processing requirements for games. So they can't have two level. They can't have oh this game uses no, not, an expanded no, FOV. No, no, sorry, sorry, Anthony, to just um, go into here right now. They can if suddenly they have better lenses and suddenly the displays are bigger and it's two displays. You can change the FOV even without having to change the resolution. But yeah, but not by a lot. Not by a lot. I, I think I think what the Quest 3 is all about is like like I mean the Quest Pro if they do this. See, the other thing we got to remember too. Remember Mark Zuckerberg said at the at the latest uh, quarterly earnings report, he said that we are looking at the first mass market VR headset ever. Like he said that and that means 10 million units sold. Like it has to get to 10 million. So if they create a Quest 3, is that like is that part of that? Like how how do you get to 10 million? So if you if you do a Quest Pro and it's basically the same platform but it just has some different accoutrements added to it to make it a much like quality of life improvements, then it's still part of the same ecosystem. It's still part of this like mass market headset that hits 10 million sold. But if they go to a Quest 3 right away, I don't see how you get your 10 million sold unless he was just kind of like dancing around there. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's lots of ways to think about this. So many different angles. It's, it's not going to have a better field of view or, or resolution. There's no way. That's too much of a bigger leap. The professional version will just have pro features. Like I'm surprised it hasn't got the 100. It might have the 120 hertz refresh rate as standard or something. Like it will, mm. you know, and just just those little, little geeky things, the, the kind of geeky techie things that OLED people display. like me. Yeah, OLED. I just OLED think display. That. OLED display would be good. IPD right. Exactly. IPD. I can't oh, see that know. happening. Well, let me know if I'm wrong, but I think the question that he got asked was whether there's going to be something like a Quest 3 Pro. And we keep saying Quest 3 and Quest Pro, which um, is not the same thing. Quest because Pro. What, what, it, what we can get and what it could be, is it going to be Quest 2 Pro, which is a slightly enhanced version of Quest 2, or is it going to be Quest 3 and Quest 3 Pro, which is like the new model in two different versions, which both right. of them would be better than Quest 2. It's just that there will you know, have two different target groups. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm wondering. Is it going to be a totally new generation of Quest that will have two different uh, um, tiers or is it just going to be a slightly improved version of Quest 2? That's what I mentioned in the beginning of the talk about the Quest Pro. So I don't think it's going to be a Quest 3. It wouldn't make mm -hmm. sense. If it comes out next year and I'm it's supposed to come out next year, that's what I believe, then it would be too fast. People just got the Quest 2. And there's not even one game that, that is just just made for the Quest 2. And now put, in, put out a Quest 3 with a better SoC that now the developers now have to chase. This one wouldn't make sense. Quest 2 Pro makes so much sense. And it also like this also like answers um, Anthony's question, how to get to that uh, uh, 1 billion people or how much they want to have in Ten VR. Million. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, like lots of people, <laughs> lots of people in lots of people in VR. So they can come out with that more expensive Quest 2 Pro, and there's lots of people who are going to buy it. Like I would totally buy it because I want the best, right? I really want the, the best VR that I can get. And there, finally, they could make money with the hardware, and then they could even sell 
the Quest 2 for $199. Badoom. And that would finally be that, that price point where people just buy it without even thinking, right? It's that like impulse buy territory that we're talking mm. here about. So that's why I believe that Quest 2 Pro, $600, $700, like really making money from the hardware, it will allow them to sell the Quest 2, the simple one here mm. with that soft strap for $199. And they're, they're going to sell so many and it's, go it's going to be even harder for other VR headset manufacturers to compete against Facebook. So it makes so much sense, in my opinion, that people, that they're going to do it this way. And what uh, I, yep. yeah, yep. I was just going to say what I really like about this idea of having these two different tiers is they are, they're always going to want to have an extremely low cost option because right, they right. want Sally Walmart. They want mainstream America. They want everybody to buy this thing. So they're going to have that low cost option. But the thing is when they have that $200 or $300 ceiling, and it's like, look, we want to pack as much tech into this thing as humanly possible, but 200 or 300 you know, that's it. We cannot go above that. Now, if you give them this option to have a pro, we can have, okay, now we can have a premium version where we're not stuck at this 200 300 level, and now we can have higher quality plastics. Now we can take the battery and put it in the back and make it more balanced or something. We can add a legit display port uh, thing for direct connection. We could add Wi-Fi 6E or whatever. We could add all these little extra bonuses. Exactly, exactly. So it makes so much sense. So now I totally get it that Zuckerberg said that in that earnings call that it's going to happen and, and they're working on it right now already. It makes so much sense. So. Yeah, also the thing is the following. Think about it. Bosworth, he mentioned that in his own Instagram, Ask Me Anything. Of course, he has selected the questions before that Instagram, Ask Me Anything, right? And yeah. he specifically selected this question. This question could have been designed by Facebook. Exactly. Let's face that it. was his it friend yeah. who, who asked. Of course, of course. So Facebook. They are like actively doing this. They are spreading this rumor to have us now, me, talk about this in this show. And they yeah, succeeded exactly. again. Exactly. They are so smart. <laughs> they made me talk about this here in this show. Do you feel used now, Sebastian? I feel friggin' used. But Sebastian, <laughs> yes, have you changed your mind from before you you were saying that it's very, very unlikely it's going to come out this year? Have you changed your mind about it? Ah, right, right, right. Um, <laughs> um, oh, okay, okay. Now, now, now you're asking me Maybe. something you that I did not expect. Wow, Tatiana, that was a good question. So that, that was a very good question. Um, Wow. Okay, let me think about it for a moment. So they're still selling the Quest 2 like friggin' hotcakes right now. But they're so aggressive, right? They're so friggin' aggressive. They're super aggressive. And if this is just a Quest 2 Pro, yeah, it makes so much sense that it comes out this year in the holiday season, in November. Right, Tatiana? I would be happy about that. And I think that, yeah, you're right. With For all these reasons, it's an improvement. It's not a whole new generation. I think it makes more sense now, even though I was, I would be so happy if the new generation came up by the end of this year too. But I do admit it's more realistic now. So there, we have all the reasons to believe that it's going to happen. 
Oh my year. goodness, it's going to happen. Oh my goodness. Uh, just before the just holiday, Tatiana, you must buy another <laughs> Quest 2 just oh, to no! make sure. <laughs> yes, definitely, yes. No, no, the no. second. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, quest, the second Quest 2. Share my Facebook accounts there. Exactly. Uh. Right, right. Anthony, what do you think? Is the Quest 2 Pro going to come out in this year, 2021? Once we're over the pandemic, everyone wants the Quest 2 Pro. Is it going to happen? Yeah, I mean, if it if it is just like quality of lifestyle improvements and it's not going to try to like have some kind of hybrid thing where there would be certain games that could like like Rec Room on Quest Pro features eye tracking. Like, I, I think that would kind of be a bad idea. So um, but if it's basically quality of life improvements, yeah, it could easily come out this this Christmas. Exactly. What do you think, uh, Steve? What do I think it's going to come out this year? Yes. Yes, definitely. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. The Next Dimension <laughs> podcast has decided the Quest 2 Pro is going to come out in November 2021. Oh, my goodness. Sell your Quest 2s as long as it's still worth something. This yeah, is going to be worth shit. This is going to be... Put it on eBay This is going to be old news. Yeah, this is old technology. Yeah, sell, sell, well sell. It's yeah, over. Thinking back to this, you know, the questionnaires, why would he put that question if he didn't want to actively promote it? Like you say, of aggressively course. promote it. What's the of point of doing it if it's not happening You're this year? so right, Tatiana. You're so right. And they, they totally think about every question in that spontaneous Instagram, <laughs> ask me anything. <laughs> Whoa. Of course, everything is perfectly planned out. Yeah, and they succeed. They are so smart. We are talking about it now. Oh my God! Yeah, they get to look at the website. They, they get to look at these different websites where it's like Boz winks, and yeah. they're like, "Yeah, I practiced that wink for two days. No, nailed it. No, exactly, so exactly. Imagine you aren't logged into your quest, but Facebook still controls you. No, it, totally, totally. Like, like Bosworth is now watching this live stream with some chips and like <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian, I freaking got you there. You know? Oh my God, it's it's oh, hilarious. One wink, my God. It's it's so hilarious. It's and. They, they succeed again. Oh my goodness. It's going to happen. The Quest Pro, the Quest 2 Pro is going to come out in no, on November 28th or something. It's going to happen and we have now determined it and the uh, Bosworth, he used me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's, it's freaking hilarious. It's a great show today. I love it. All right. So Quest 2 Pro confirmed by the Next Dimension podcast. Wow. <laughs> Looking forward to see to see what it's like that thing, but um, yeah, I, I do believe probably it's going to have OLED screens, probably like two OLED screens with very nice um, real IPD, a better audio, better comfort, everything better, and uh, yeah, wow. Oh man, Seb, if it has all that and a dedicated display port, I am definitely buying one. I am definitely buying one. I, I hope they get the speakers like from you know the G2 and the yeah, Index. They got to get those same should, exact yeah. off-ear speakers. They, that should be a standard for all VR headsets moving forward. Right. Valve need to right. just basically throw them at every other manufacturer and go, here, have some of these. You right, know, for right. Some money, obviously. Yeah. Well, I was planning to buy a second one, but now I have the reason to wait. No, 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 Tatiana, you have to buy <laughs> a second <laughs> one. You have to buy a second one, like in a couple oh of months, God. please. <laughs> yeah. Sometime in August, maybe September. Maybe I'll pick up the second quest. Right, right. Wow. By the way, we have more than 208 people watching this live. Thank you so much, everyone, for watching this live. It's amazing. 
And yeah, this podcast is really doing very well. All right, cool. Now, now we're getting to the next topic. And this topic I'm super excited about. And of course, we're talking about the PlayStation VR 2. Woohoo! It has been <laughs> announced by Sony. And well, we were all thinking that Sony had actually abandoned the PlayStation VR 2 because we heard some news that uh, Mr. Ryan had said like, okay, next year is not going to be the year of virtual reality. And yeah, everything sounded very bearish, not really, no kind of bullish feeling for VR for PlayStation, for Sony. But now, now they have found out, okay, that was a mistake. We should have been more active with telling people about what they want to do. And they did it on their PlayStation blog They told everyone, yes, the PlayStation VR 2 is coming and it is going to be better. It's going to be, of course, better than the PlayStation VR 2. It's going to have a higher resolution. It's going to have a larger field of view. This is something that excites me, actually. It's cool. It's going to have uh, dedicated VR controllers, something that for the PSVR actually was using the, these kind of uh, move controllers, which were made for the PlayStation 3, but repurposed. So that's great. It's going to have these new PlayStation uh, VR 2 controllers. And they said that, well, the main cool technology of the PlayStation 5 controller is going to be put into that VR controller. Now, that truly excites me because... I have the PlayStation 5 at home. Yeah, I'm one of the lucky people to have it. And actually, the controller is what really gets me going. It's so cool. It's better than the graphics and stuff because you can feel everything. The force feedback is so cool. And especially the trigger. You can really feel the resistance because there's force feedback built into that controller. And they're bringing that technology to the PlayStation VR 2. So I am very excited about that. Now, one thing that they also mentioned is that it is going to have a cable. They said, like, there's one cable, so it's going to be not as complicated as right now with the PlayStation VR, where, like, um, connecting it, it, it's a bit complicated with lots of different cables that you have to use, right, Tatiana? You've just, uh, like, um, plugged in your PlayStation VR. It's not so straightforward, but for the PlayStation VR 2, only one cable. You don't need that additional box anymore. And that at least is good. But it's not a standalone headset, right? It is cabled. So some people might not be excited about that. Right. So what do you think about the PlayStation VR 2 announcement? What do you think about it? Do you think it's a big deal? Please do let me know your opinions. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm just so excited. I will just say, get it out of my chest quickly because I have been the console gamer specifically the playstation gamer since the very first playstation so Me i got too. that's how i got into Me gaming too. and yeah I, i did obviously i also played computer games but I, i wasn't always the strongest in like builds and i only recently built my first like decent uh, pc <laughs> so the console just something about this idea of just plug in and you, you know all the games are going to work is very important and There is such a huge market for these console games, including VR. And I know it like for a fact, even my brother, who's also a console gamer, he would never buy a computer-based VR set because he doesn't like the idea. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> he doesn't like the idea of building it. 
he just, you know, he's <laughs> going to be the first person who will buy the a PlayStation VR 2 for for this reason. And it doesn't even matter yeah. for, for people like that, whether you will be able to connect to Steam VR, whether you will be able to sideload something, it doesn't matter. I need this comfort, and pe- a lot of people need this comfort. And now that Sony is actually reviving its PlayStation VR, it's going to be a huge deal, a huge deal. So I'm just going to get this out of my chest. <laughs> great, great. Anthony, what do you think about it? Yeah, so I got a lot of mixed emotions on this one, to be completely honest with you. Okay, so first off, one little thing I'll mention is, does anybody find any kind of slight weirdness here that we got this Apple VR rumor and now all of a sudden Sony so much encouraged about VR now has nothing to do with the fact that Apple's getting involved in VR. I mean, I'm just throwing that out there just as a little something, something okay in the background, because I feel like Sony, Sony was a little bit negative in VR. Um, But anyway, when this, when this announcement came out, I mean, first off, I'm excited that Sony is is sticking with VR. They're going to continue to make VR products. They're continuing with this effort. That is wonderful. That is great. I, I you know I celebrate that absolutely. But Sony had options. They had options going into this. Now one option is to make it a peripheral to the PlayStation Five, which is exactly what they did with PlayStation VR and PlayStation Four. They made it a peripheral. And that made sense. That made all the sense in the world in October of 2016 because VR was brand new. You don't want to force this stuff on people. So you give them the option of like, yeah, you could add a VR headset and you can slowly work your way into VR. Okay, so that was one option. Another option that they could have went with is they could have went with simplicity. Simplicity is a single box that you, you walk into Target, you walk into Costco, you walk into um, any, any Best Buy or whatever, there's a single box. You buy a single box, you bring it home, it has everything. It doesn't require some other thing. I got to admit, like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie here. I'm going to be straight up. I don't have a PlayStation 5. There's no PlayStation 5 back here, and I have no interest in buying one. No, no, Why? you're going to get because one. Yes, yes. Well, I'm a VR nut, all right? I'm into VR games. That's all I care about is VR games. And so with this particular option here, now I got to go buy like a $400 or $500 box just so I can play the VR stuff. I just want to play the VR stuff. Now you're telling me I got to buy this $400, $500 box? And you're like, but Anthony, that's the way it's always been. Of course it's going to be an accessory to the console. This is the console world. This is the way that it's always been, right? But where's the gun? Who's holding the gun to their head, forcing them to do that? Because I don't see anybody forcing them to do that. Now, people are going to be critical of my take, and they're going to be like, who's this jackass? Get him off the show. He's anti-PSVR. Who the hell is he? Like, like, get this guy out of here. No, no, no. I'm not anti-PSVR, too. What I am is I want mass market VR. Okay, I want to play Red Dead Redemption VR. I want to play Grand Theft Auto VR. I want to play Halo VR. Yeah, I want to play Halo VR. Why am I talking about Halo VR? Because if we get mass market VR, if it really, really happens, 
Microsoft will be forced. They will be dragged kicking and screaming the Xbox division into VR if we have mass market VR. Now, personally, I do not think an accessory, an expensive accessory to an expensive graphical black box is going to usher in mass market VR. Now, are you going to get some beautiful Sony exclusives because Sony has incredible developers with tremendous talent? You absolutely are, but you're not getting mass market VR. And I want to play Halo, and I want to play Red Dead Redemption, and I want to play Skyrim, but I want to play these games in legit VR, like built from the ground up VR, not an afterthought VR. And so I'm all about mass market. So yeah, my take is definitely not the normal take out there. A lot of people think I'm crazy about this, but you know what? Here's the analogy that I gave. Imagine there's a forest, right? And there's a giant monster in the forest. And this giant monster is just wrecking havoc, just causing massive destruction. Okay, so you're going to be in this little village outside of the forest, and you're going to be like, yeah, let's pretend that giant monster over there doesn't exist, and we're going to be happy in this little village here, and we're going to have a lot of fun, and everything's going to be great in this little village over here. We'll just pretend that monster doesn't exist. That monster is Oculus. That monster is Facebook. They're not stopping. In 2022, when this thing comes out, we probably will get a Quest 3. And during the lifetime of PlayStation VR 2, we're going to get a Quest 4. And in the twilight years of PlayStation VR 2, we're going to get a Quest 5. This problem is not going away. And Sony could have gone in there and tried to slay the dragon. They could have did it. Now, it would have been a bloodbath. And they get caught up in a price war that they can't deal with. And I understand that. Sony wants no business with a price war. And they would have absolutely gotten in a price war if they went head-to-head -head with the Quest. Not only that, do they have the engineers? I mean, they got great engineers, but Facebook has been all in, all in on VR, buying ridiculous engineers that have been experts in VR for a long time. I don't know that Sony has all those people. I don't know that Sony's inside-out tracking is going to be up to snuff. There's a lot of things out there, right? But I wanted mass market. I want Halo VR. And if if I'm a horrible person for wanting to play Bioshock VR and Red Dead Redemption VR and all that, then I'm a horrible person. I want mass market VR. And I know the graphic horse hate me because they're like, I. They're, here's what the graphics horse say. I don't want crappy quests with all these dumbed down graphics and everything's blurry and there's hardly any polygons and all this stuff. Hand, okay? I'm one of them. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but guess what? All I got to say is Nintendo Switch. What about the Nintendo Switch? Has the Nintendo Switch like outsold every Xbox console? It has. Even though the graphics are like lo-fi, man. But the Nintendo Switch, incredibly popular. You know why? Because we're in the VR bubble and we're like graphic horrors and stuff. But if you want mainstream, if you want widespread adoption, you want 20 million. I want 20 million people playing VR on a single platform in a single walled garden because that will give us the kind of experiences we really want. PlayStation had 5% penetration on 100 million PlayStation 4s. Are, you know, are we expecting that penetration to like quadruple? You know, so I don't know. I'm, I'm so, still can excited. I, can can still I just excited. say? By the way, sorry, sorry. Before before we go on, I just want to say, 
this man is called Anthony yeah, okay. and he has his own <laughs> channel. It's called VR365. <laughs> and this is exactly what's going on on that <laughs> channel. So if you have not yet subscribed to VR365, <laughs> you have to do that now so that you can enjoy this goodness in its pure form on VR365. Thank you, Anthony, for being such an important part of this podcast. And wow, while you were ranting, like our view numbers were going up here now. Wow, this is amazing. <laughs> You have to do this every single time. But now, Steve, what do you want to say? I was going to say the exact same thing you just said there, literally. Like, like obviously, like, just, I would, who would pay to watch, just listen to Anthony go on these rants? I would. I would literally yeah, go totally, to totally. auditorium. Absolutely. You know, and just pay and just listen to this because it's just so entertaining. It really is. It's great. And uh, you should have, like, 50 million subscribers to your channel seriously because it's just so entertaining and, oh, that would and be you, nice. <laughs> you, you talk you talk sense as well you absolutely talk sense i was that it's actually refreshing i thought everyone was just gonna go all like you know loved up on playstation 5 and that but you've seen it from a different angle and i think that's really refreshing actually it's great um, yeah, so what i what i actually heard him say so anthony so quest oculus facebook whatever you call it they're in the market for vr that's all they do that's their life work uh, and and they put all their resources, all the best of the best, working on these things. While Sony is in the market for video games in the flat screen, and VR is almost like an afterthought. Like, oh look, there's an added bonus of VR. So what you're saying is, it's impossible to compete with someone who is in the market for it and putting all the effort to it, while you're just providing a little, little perk in this in in the view of VR, right? It, very simplified that that's how i kind of heard it. it that's what i was thinking that still um steam vr games there are still many games that are for computer and they are having the flat screen version and they have the vr version and the vr version can still be built from ground up just to accommodate all the um gameplay that you can use in vr but but again i i do want to go back to the the topic that there are console gamers. There are gamers that love their PlayStations and love their Xboxes. And you mentioned Nintendo, and and that's just what they do. And yeah, the hardcore gamers probably are all on computer based because <laughs> you can get much, 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 much higher resolutions and all the qualities. But but there is still a very large market for them. So um, it's like yeah, I mean. From my point of view, if Seb is right, okay, <clears throat> if you are right, Seb, which you know you're often are, you know your stuff. If PC VR is dead, no, what am I going to do? No, I'm going to have to go and buy a PlayStation, aren't I? Really, for those <laughs> you, graphics. You know, you know what? In in this in today's epic show, <laughs> I'm going to say something. PC VR is not dead anymore. Yay! Yes, Thank because you. of this Sony confirmation that the PlayStation VR 2 is going to happen. Because this means so much. It means that so many developers can now make games that are super high quality, that are probably not dumped down to uh, Snapdragon 835 yeah. mobile chips. Because now they know, okay, Sony's going to come out with that PlayStation VR 2 on the PlayStation 5, and the PlayStation 5 can do so much in terms of graphics. It has so much oomph. It has so much power. And of course, they're going to make these beautiful, beautiful games. And these beautiful games, they will also be able to run on the PC VR. So thanks to this confirmation, thanks to the PlayStation VR 2, 
being announced by Sony, it means that the PC VR is not dead. Woohoo! Steve, what, so how's it, it going? It's... Yeah, I'm I'm happy. I'm just about to have my next beer now, and I'm going to drink to that. <laughs> yeah, cheers, <laughs> cheers on that. We have to celebrate today. Really, it's an amazing thing. It's great for everyone. It's so, even great for Facebook. It's great for 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 my mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's what Tony was saying is so true. Like I do feel this is a bit of a panic sort of response to the uh, the changing industry that is now VR. Like with Quest Two, with um, I was going to say Sony then, um, with Apple's response, like everybody is like, their ears are prickling. They're like, you know, this is actually, this is getting bigger and bigger. We need to get a, 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 a you know, we need to get a slice of this pie and, you know, we need to get something out. We need to get an announcement out there. Not, you know, why is, is it, I want to ask, because I don't know enough about this, but is it going to be wireless VR? Because if it isn't, I feel that is, is definitely proof that it's afterthought. I know it's a console, but I still feel it should be wireless because no. then you can just stream it from your right, uh, right. console. Like from, from that announcement, it doesn't seem to be wireless. It seems to be there is so like one single, thin single cord, single cord. That's not good enough. Shame. That's not good but enough. But, but you know what? It's a shame. And it's not, and yeah. it's not coming out this year. So it, I don't even know if it's coming out next year. From, both, from the vague description of what they're offering, it sounds like it could be even the beginning of 2023. And until then... I mean, in 2023, to have this new, amazing VR set that's still wired could be outdated. So I, I, don't, I don't really know what they think about it. I don't know if they will have a wireless option. Maybe they will come up with something until then. I think, the other that, thing, I think that's going to happen. Anthony, sorry. I think that's going to happen. So first of all, it says like, okay, it has like one cord for easy setup and stuff. So so yeah, why not? It's okay. I think in my opinion, it's okay first. But I do think it most probably is going to have some kind of wireless add-on. Because first of all, they need to make this cheap, right? They cannot directly put everything into it. Like this is this gets its content from the PlayStation 5. So if they directly would put in the wireless, it would be more expensive because they have to put in the battery, right? They have to put in the wireless chips. So it will be way more expensive than going for the cable. And they cannot make it too expensive because Facebook, they're right? they're forcing you to buy a PlayStation 5. No, yeah, no, no, wait, wait. Everybody's <laughs> going to have a PlayStation 5 at that point. Like like the yeah. real the real hardcore <laughs> gamers. So the thing is, like they're going to make this as cheap as possible, the PlayStation VR 2. And if it directly had wireless, they couldn't make it. So they're, they're saving some hundreds of dollars because they know they will compete with a $199 Quest 2 at that point in time. So they, they're very well aware of against who they are fighting here. So that's why probably it's going to have a cable only at the very beginning. But I do believe there should be and there will be some kind of wireless option for all the people who say, no, I can't play with the cable anymore. Give me that damn wireless thing. So probably you're going to have to pay another $199. You're going to get that battery and that wireless. So now you're talking yeah. about an accessory on top of another accessory. <laughs> yeah, why not? Like, why I not? don't know, man. But that's Anthony, like, like putting... <laughs> I, I want to ask you so so are you hoping for that sony playstation vr quest complete standalone headset am i hoping for that yeah, yeah, not right. anymore because a pretty the dream has been dashed right but, but this is I, I but this is what this is what you what you hope for this is what you want from sony 
Well, no. What I wanted from Sony was, I look. I was at GDC with you. Remember? I can remember. remember. We were at GDC. It was a happy okay, time. So the day before, the day before we did our little episode in front of that glass cube. Remember that glass cube where people were trying the quest, the very first. Quest? Yeah, I can remember. The day before, I was standing in line, and Shuhei Yoshida of Sony was right in front of me. And we were standing in line to wait to demo the quest. And I wanted to tap him on the shoulder and say, Shuhei, that's the future, man. That's the future. Sony, you guys got to know that that's the future. It is the future. I'm going to go right back to it. I'm thinking I'm thinking of families. I'm thinking of a family that walks into a Target. They're going to buy a Christmas gift. Now that, and, and their kids are like, I want VR. I want VR. They're, you know, and they're going to be like, oh, we're going to buy this PlayStation VR 2. It's $399.99. And oh, we got to buy the PlayStation 5 too. How much? How much is, oh, it's a thousand, it's $1,100 with tax. Oh, okay, never mind. Oh, there's a, there's an Oculus. There's the Quest 3, the Quest 3, and it's in one box. <laughs> and how much? Oh, $299. Great. <laughs> yeah, so I get it. One good I get thing it. I, one good thing I feel, I know a lot of console games. In fact, most of my friends are console gamers. I'm the weirdo PC guy who spends half his time trying to, you know, get a game to work. But I do feel that this is just only good news for VR in general, because obviously, you know, it's more of a catalyst, isn't it? We've already got the Quest 3. Quest 3. <laughs> Quest 2. And that is really <laughs> bringing, <laughs> That's really bringing it to, you know, that that has made a Herculean difference to the popularity of VR, we know that, and lockdowns helped as well, of course. But then suddenly, PlayStation Five is that is that going to be the biggest console, uh, you know, of all of them? Is it? I don't know. I've, I'm not a console yeah, guy. Yeah, it is. It's, it's very it, good. When people are going to be more aware of VR, some people out there probably don't even know what VR is, and then they're going to see this. They're going to see their friends got it or something, and then it's going to just spark that enthusiasm, that interest. That you know, you guys, you that first time in VR. That's it. Your life's changed forever. And that's all it's going to take. And it might mean they might end up going the Oculus route. It might not mean, you know, everyone's going to go PlayStation. But either, either way, it, it, this, is, this is a massive shift in the industry for VR, especially now, I think. So that's, the, that's probably my only good point about it for me that I'm yeah. excited about. Um, I also think so. I think the PlayStation 5 is going to go mainstream, like really mainstream, yeah. as, long, as soon as the device is readily available, right? People are, are paying like so much money right now on eBay to get the PlayStation 5 because it's not ready, readily available, right? But it, at one point it will be and they're going to sell millions of millions of millions of PlayStation 5s. It's going to win the console war again, right? Because I don't know anybody who really actually needs an Xbox Series X. So... Millions of millions of millions of people are going to have the PlayStation 5 in their homes already, Anthony. <laughs> it's there. It's and standing there. And we'll get there. 5% of them, and that's going to be so no, amazing. Probably, who knows? Probably, who knows? Probably, probably more. Probably more, because this is going to be so much better than the PlayStation VR 1. It's The PlayStation VR 1, even now, even now, like nearly five years after the inception of the PlayStation VR 1, I can still enjoy it. And that's crazy. 
it's it's really an amazing machine. Still, even now with that um, resolution, which is not perfect anymore, I can still enjoy the PlayStation VR one because it was a very well designed headset. It's very comfortable. It has OLED screens, RGB stripe matrix, and they did lots of things incredibly right. Now the PlayStation VR two, they have learned so many things. They know so many things, and I'm telling you, it is going to blow you away. It's going to make the I Quest 2 so. <laughs> look like friggin' shit. Sorry, Bossworth, if you're still watching this. So this is going to be unbelievable. This I is hope it The does. PlayStation VR 2 is going to blow our minds. It's the high-end VR that we've been waiting for. So the, the, the controllers, they're going to have this forced feedback. And the tracking is yeah. going to be way better than the PlayStation VR 1. Probably we're still going to get OLED displays. And the great thing, just like, just like the Quest, everything is going to be in one kind of system, contained, right? Not like PC VR, where there's so many different variables, and there's people who have the Reverb G2, and they hope it's going to be amazing, but it's not running because they have the X570 mainboard. This shit is not going to happen. And for, for, for Sony, I know that they love gaming. Everything is about gaming. And I'm extremely excited about it. I'm so excited about this headset. And let me tell you why exactly I'm so excited about Sony keeping on doing this thing. Because let's compare the business model between Sony and Facebook. I love Sony's <coughs> business model. It is about gaming. They are all about gaming. It's pure gaming. Their business model is... Let's make amazing hardware, and then for this hardware, let's make amazing games. It's all about games, and that is what I'm excited about. For Facebook, unfortunately, I have to tell everyone out there again, it's not about gaming. Facebook's business model is advertising. Facebook's business model is getting to know you as good as possible, and VR is an amazing means to know where you're looking at, to know how tall you are, to know every single detail about you. You are the product. Their product is not gaming. So that's why I'm not excited about Facebook. I must be honest, you know that, right? I love the Quest 2. It's a great headset. But I don't love Facebook. I love Oculus. I love Oculus, really. But I don't love Facebook. I don't love that they're forcing you to log in with your Facebook account. And the reason that they do that is because they want your data. They want to know what you're looking at, who are your friends, how tall you are, all these things. So I love, I'm so happy that Sony is back in the game, that there is going to be another big player that can actually compete against this privacy thing here, the Quest and the Quest 3 and everything that's going to come out and that people will simply buy because it's cheap. Right? So this is like, like a huge difference. It is gaming, pure gaming, the love of gaming against the business model of getting to know you, getting to know where you're looking at, getting to know you perfectly in order to serve you ads. I this is like <laughs> what Facebook is all about. I'm sorry. This is the fact. Yeah, you're right. Right? It's, it's basically Tony versus Seb. I've got a front row seat here. I'm loving these rants. <laughs> Absolutely loving it. I, I can see both sides of the coin here. And I'm, I'm kind of like... 
I'm I'm not I can just sit on the fence and listen to both opinions here because I I don't I'm not a console guy so it's interesting hearing these two different views you know yeah, you know what so oh go ahead go ahead Talk, yeah I, well I wanted to add so just my you know set <laughs> five cents into the business model of the topic because I completely agree with that business model is important to like value evaluate what console could be right for you or what VR set you want to spend your money on when uh, Facebook does uh, belong to the market of data. So that's what they care about, the collecting of the data. And even when you use just their services, it's not free and we all know it. Google is in the market of the data. You're there collecting it. You can use these services for free, but it's not really free because it's all about you. It's all about getting to know you, right? So with Sony being so focused on gaming, I always give an example also with Apple and why they all talk about the data protection with Apple because they're not in the market of the data. And um, that's pretty much what matters here, right? The Sony being so focused on gaming, you might be trusting them more um, uh, as a choice for a gaming uh, VR gaming device because you know, you're not being pulled with the strings by selling uh, with them, getting your data and whatnot. So I just wanted to, to add that because I think it's super important to, to mention these business models like you did, Sebastian. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, so I I also okay, can wait, rant. Wait. <laughs> like <laughs> we 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 both can rant. Wow, I love this podcast. And by the way, if you guys out there love this podcast, do leave the five star review in your favorite podcasting application and give this a thumbs up because I don't think that you're getting these kind of discussions anywhere else. This is Definitely the not. Next Dimension podcast. Can I say one other thing about PlayStation VR too? So of course. Um, Okay, so I have my, like, yeah, I wanted them to make a standalone. Okay, so I can take that and push it off over there and be like, okay, that dream's dead. It's PSVR 2. Let's come back to reality. So now that it's PSVR 2 and, and this is what's going to happen, one thing that we need to consider, and this could be like almost an entire another show all unto itself, but it's like... This is a, a, an accessory that's coming to PlayStation 5, so it must live along with the PlayStation 5. And one of the downsides of that is that it must live for this longer extended period of time. They're not going to have like PSVR yeah, right. 2 and then that's PSVR true. 2 Plus. You know? yeah, so it's got to survive. <laughs> yeah, right. It's got to survive for like four years, right? So Sony has to make incredibly difficult decisions for this yeah. headset because it has to stay relevant for all those years. And they have to think about it. Do we have eye tracking? What is the field of view? What's the inside out tracking like now? Uh, like, Oh, one other little complaint I have going back to the wired thing <laughs> is, you know how, like we have these different headsets that are using LIDAR and they're going to be scanning your room and we've got couch mode and guardian. Well, this headset doesn't need any of that. Why? Because it's got a wire. You're not walking any. You're not go. You're not playing VR throughout your house. That's one of the downsides of like actually having a wire and being tethered. There's no need to think about that. But Sony does have a lot of decisions to make in regards to resolution, in regards to FOV, in regards to eye tracking, foveated rendering, all these different you know things, and they only get this one chance to do it right. Do you guys like like here's a question for Steve. Do you feel like um like could they 
accidentally like like could they make a decision where it's like ah that just ruined it for me because now they're stuck with that they're never going to have this extra fov or they're never going to have eye tracking because they decided not to include it or whatever like are there any worries that you have with like this headset that's going to be locked in time yeah for sure that's a a really good point because you see the way vr headsets are moving forward so fast now like i you know it's got to have facial recognition. It's got to have biometrics. It has to have at least a, you know, a, a substantial field of view, OLED screen. Are they seriously going to put all that into this sort of afterthought? Because it is an afterthought. If, why wasn't it when it was first announced, PlayStation 5 VR ready console? Why did they not say that when it was first released? They didn't even probably had that in mind, or maybe they had an inkling. They were just looking at what everyone else was doing. And I do feel now... I don't think it's going to be so next gen is what you, you hope. I, I hope it is. I really do. But I just, it doesn't feel like that's the way it's going for me personally. And I do feel even in say a year's time, it's going to be like PlayStation one again, isn't it? Like it's just going to feel so outdated unless they, you know, start uh, developing more incremental updates, like the sort of Facebook machine, which I could, and that is not their business model, as you quite rightly say, Seb, and yeah. I can't see that happening either. So it will be great for a while, but I think it will, f- be a little bit like just uh, a peak that will just uh, fall very quickly once we get a quest three uh, or you know even maybe a an index two or something like that you know um I, I, yeah i totally agree that's a sad thought that's really disappointing to think about that yeah you're so excited about it but it's not going to be updated nearly as often as other famous <laughs> brands but then thinking about you said biometrics and facial recognition um as i think we discussed you mean these things um to be able to see someone's face, to see what their facial expressions are, they're important when you're communicating with someone. You're in a meeting or something, and you're trying to, you know, have this nonverbal communication with them. Is is PlayStation really going to be in the market for that, or are they when you're gaming and you're you're playing games? Is that is it going to be important for them to have facial recognition and biometrics? Right. That is that is really a good question, and I really also think that wow. PlayStation and Sony, they have to, they have to like launch this device as a super amazing device because it has to live for five years, for example, right? Because they do not update it, so probably it is going to have this kind of technologies already, like like facial tracking, because they do want to have your emotions in a VR game. I don't know yet, no idea. But just think about it. You have two options. And both options, they have facial tracking. One is from Sony and one is from Facebook. Which one are you going to pick? I mean, there's... Facebook. Really, there's, yeah, because it's cheaper, right? No. There's Which really, one's going to work better? Yeah, Facebook. but it's really... Okay, it's really yes. But even now, even now, there is this big backlash for Facebook, right? Thinking about, okay, you have to log in with Facebook. But then once they have eye tracking and facial tracking, these privacy concerns are even going to be bigger and I'm just so grateful, again, that Sony is going to keep on doing this. They're going to support virtual reality. And therefore, I think this news that Sony confirmed the PlayStation VR 2 is one of the biggest news in a long, long time. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, the way, it's, I'm really it's happy. Great as well. It's great well, for well, VR. Yeah, it's, it's mass. It's, it's a huge announcement, and it's going to grow, be great for the industry, whatever side of the fence you sit on. I think absolutely, absolutely right. So also, even it is good for Facebook 
Really, absolutely. It's yeah. good for Facebook because competition is always good. Now, if there was no competition at all, they could simply do whatever they want. Like now, right now, right? They did this kind of thing with the forced Facebook login. And yeah, some people were a bit unhappy, like MRTV. I uh, did some videos about it, right? But then nobody cared. But if there is a good option, another option where you don't have to do these kind of things, where you don't have to log in with your social account, well, people are going to stick to that, right? People are going to go for the option where you don't have to log in with a social account. And then Facebook, they will see that and they will really think about their ways. They would probably not force you to use Facebook. They will simply make a service that is so good that you voluntarily want to add your Facebook account, right? Like make Horizon so good that you want to connect your Facebook account instead of forcing you to it. And that's what we're missing right now. We're, mit- we're missing that competition that will tell Facebook what is the right thing to do. And I'm so glad. I'm so incredibly glad that Sony is going to step up and going to give us this option also for PC VR that people, that developers are inclined to make higher um, graphics, better looking games. And yeah, it is great for VR. It's amazing. And Paradise Decay just said he wants a rant now. Tatiana versus Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You know, honestly, I've been really enjoying hearing you guys talk about it. But for me personally, I'm not really much of a console person. In fact, I've never even... Well, my first console is the Quest 2. That is literally my first ever console. I'm quite proud that I... uh, I'm actually loving it as well. So really, you know, I just, I guess, you know, I've expressed everything I need to say about it really. But I think overall, I'm more, I'm less excited about it than I would be, um, say, a Quest 3. And that's really weird for me to say that, actually. But I just feel like there's just so many limitations. It's a bit of a knee-jerk reaction. I don't feel it. I think it's a bit of an afterthought. Mm. I do feel that, I don't know, it's just a response to the industry. And it will, as Anthony said, in even a year, two years down the road, it's going to seem a little bit old-fashioned because of the way VR is moving so fast. Mm. Which, you but know, but this scary. general market, they're very non-demanding. There are still people buying P, uh, PlayStation VR. I just bought PlayStation VR. There are many people who are just now discovering it, and without any previous experience of virtual reality, this is still mind-blowing. And not everyone is a hardcore PC gamer and for many of the you know general public who have had no experience with VR whatsoever, what they will see in PlayStation VR 2 will be still mind-blowing to them for years and years because it's still going to be amazing. And yes, there will be other VR sets that will be stepping up with the facial recognition, biometrics, and all of these things that can be uh, improved year after year after year, which may remain static for PS2, but it's going to be extremely appealing for the general audience who will still be in the stages of discovery, uh, like we see with PS VR 1. <laughs> that's so downgraded compared to Quest 1, Quest 2. And that's but what you're saying there is exactly what you'll be saying about P- uh, PlayStation 5 in another year's time from now, or maybe two years. I don't You'd be like, I oh, know, we know. Well, we've got this now. We've got facial recognition. We've got room scape. Well, I can walk from one end of the house to the other with my Quest okay, Three, but, and I've but, got. This but dedicated- I disagree. <laughs> but no, but I disagree because PlayStation VR One was objectively inferior. 
people who try it for the first time, they can't tell the difference in quality just by looking at the screen and the VR and looking at the TV screen saying, why is the quality so much worse? It's not the same. It's extremely pixelated. It's awesome that I'm in VR, but but the image is not as good. So it was objective. You didn't even have to have a previous experience in the VR to tell the difference. But but what we will see with the next generation will not be that. It will I be just feel amazing. Like, we'll I think even, it. even with PlayStation 5, you're actually locked in more than you are with a Quest because with a Quest, you can play wirelessly your Steam VR li li library, which is just absolutely massive. You can play your Oculus content and you, you know, you, there's, there's so much, and obviously, you know, your Quest games as well. So you've got three different platforms there of absolutely just tons and tons of games. You'll, I don't want to, I wouldn't want to be locked in just to the PlayStation uh, sort of, uh, not ethos, what's the word? Um, Walled yeah, Garden? I, yeah. Yeah. You know, I just, yeah. <laughs> but it's an issue with so all German has to tell you how to say English words. <laughs> How is it possible? It's the, it's the beer. <laughs> yeah, but it's not just, yeah. But it's not just the VR issue, right? You're you're always locked in with with any console you have. You can't just yeah, but I want plug variety. in Steam and Yeah, but but there are so much more so many more casual gamers than hardcore gamers for whom the library that PlayStation has is more than enough for them. Like it's so much for someone who doesn't play, you know, for hours and hours, hours every day, but just casual on the weekends after work. They are right. still buying. They're still spending the same money. They still will spend the 600 or how, however much that PlayStation 5 costs. They will still pay it. So it's the same value for them as a, as a consumer. They just have totally different expectations. And I think I, yeah, CVR I, I, yeah. 4 will be targeting, CVR 2 will be targeting those people. I think like Tony said, if you've, if, if you've already got a PlayStation 5 because you're a massive fan of it and then you've had this announcement, fantastic. Like Seb, like obviously you're a big, uh, console That's fan nice anyway <laughs> but for me like seriously i've got to go and buy a playstation 5 and yeah, then buy will. an extra vr headset yes oh, nah. no, yes yes right. uh, Steve, well here's the thing i think you're going to buy a playstation 5 <laughs> i'm telling well, you like i'm going to i'm going to review <laughs> that i'm going no to way. review that psvr 2 and it's like wow it's it's I'm really it's, <laughs> no, no, i'm going to make you watch it and then probably i, I believe so you know it has, it has this wider fov right it has the beautiful OLED screens. It has this high resolution. <laughs> it has these kind of controllers well, with with really forced feedback. Proper, the, the, track, yeah, the tracking will be, will be great, I'm and sure. It's quiet. Well, yeah. It's their first attempt. It's, it's their it's very okay. first attempt at inside out. See, here's they the thing. Will, they have will been, hit it out of the ballpark, Anthony. Of course they will. On their first at bat. They, they are at Sony. Bat. Look at 2016, so. 2016, so. they came out with the PSVR and I can still use it now without feeling like, like strange. They will hit it out of the ballpark. If there's one company that I trust to hit it out of the ballpark, it's them. 2016, they were one of the first VR headsets and in terms of comfort, is there any other headset? Yeah. Okay, probably the G2, but, but it's, it's really, comfort. they can do it. They are good. They, they, nice. they will make it happen. And they learned and so much. Lenses. Their and lenses are better than anybody. Really. Exactly. Even even now, like like five years later, it's they're going to hit it out of the friggin' ballpark. And you know, I'm excited about it. I'm so excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. The tracking. Uh, I don't know. It's like there's, there's, there's quite a few people in the comments said once you've played a game, you know, wirelessly, you can't go back. And they say, so right, you know, my beaming face when you asked me for the first time, what do I think about the Quest 2? My first thing was, 
oh my god wireless gaming it's just amazing <laughs> it is and good. i can't go it, back now yeah but but you're still playing with your g2 or not and it's also still wired yeah but that's flight simming i just sit there and just pretend to be in a plane oh. for hours that's that's easy but for yeah. gaming but we don't know yet. We don't know yet. Probably there is going to be like a wireless option. We don't know yet, right? It's it's like speculation. We don't know. But uh, I, I I just complain louder about it so that Sony hears us. So, right? Ooh, they they know that. Know they know that. that. <laughs> they are also smart. They are just as smart as Facebook is. So they know that people want it. But honestly speaking, I totally can understand. I can totally understand Sony that there's going to be an accessory just to get back to Anthony's point that they're not going to bring out like an, an, another device which is standalone. I can totally get it because for them still like the 2D thing, the PlayStation 5 is their business and they're selling millions, way more than Quest 2 and Quest 2 Pro. Millions, lots of millions, like lots of millions, a lot. And then it makes just makes sense to make that PlayStation 5 device even better by giving it this accessory. Like for um, for me, for example, I would never think about getting an Xbox Series X. Why? Because it doesn't have VR. That is truly my reason why I would not get an Xbox Series X. It doesn't make sense for me. Even I do like Gears of War, right? But I have a, like a high-spec PC which I, where I can also play it. I have no... I have really... No reason to get an Xbox Series X. But for PlayStation 5, by telling people, okay, you know what, we're going to have high-quality virtual reality, which is going to blow your mind, people are going to pick it up. So the 200, more than 200 people who are watching this right now, our live stream here, they are probably going to pick up the PlayStation 5 now because they know, hey, this is also going to have amazing virtual reality. So I think it makes all sense. I agree, and Anthony would be amazing if there was a complete standalone headset, but it wouldn't make sense for Sony right now. But saying that there's going to be this accessory, which is going to be amazing, which is going to blow our minds, makes so much sense for their business model, for the PlayStation 5. And I'm so sure every single person, all the people who are watching this live right now, including us here, us four, we all going to have the PlayStation Five, and also, oh, no. also you, Anthony and Steve, both of you are going to have the PlayStation Five, and you're going to love the freaking shit out of it. Out of it, and in Next Dimension episode number, let's say fifty, you're going to say, Sebastian, you were so right. Maybe if it's Uncharted VR or something, yeah, it it's going to take an incredible game to get yeah. me there. Incredible. Because I'm going to have to withdraw like $900 cash. And you're telling me that like in October of 2022, when I withdraw this $900 of cash so I can buy this PS5 because I have to get it to be able to use the headset, even though I don't want the PS5, but I have to do it. So 900 bucks, right? But that 900 bucks could have went to could have went towards like a 30 a GTX 3090 it could have went towards like an advanced Samsung PC VR headset see there's other things in this world that's no. why we all like you guys just I mean, there's people out there that just automatically buy a PS5. I wish I was rolling like that. I wish I had the money like that to just automatically buy a PS5. I don't have that money. So for me, it's decisions. All of these things are decisions, and I got to weigh these decisions very importantly. And it's possible 
that Farpoint 2 and Astrobot 2 and some future Resident Evil game and a new incredible wipeout and it's going to be so amazing and the controllers are freaking amazeballs with unbelievable haptics and Sony perfectly nails the inside out tracking <laughs> on their very first attempt which we've never seen any company perfectly nail it on their first attempt other than Facebook. Okay. <laughs> Sony, if you're watching this, Anthony needs a PlayStation 5. Ah, <laughs> yeah, I, I get you. But I'm, I get I'm you, excited. Anthony. I'm excited. It's going to be great. It's going to be uh, wonderful. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I, I get you, Anthony. I totally, I totally get you. So it does make sense, of course. It is not as accessible as the Quest 2 and 3. It makes sense. You totally have an amazing point here. Just like for Sony right now, it makes also sense like how they're playing it. They're going to sell so many of the PlayStation 5s and they are hopefully going to have so much amazing content for that PlayStation 5 and for the PSVR 2 that even you might consider like trying to get that PlayStation 5 and the PlayStation VR 2. That's what I truly believe. I truly believe this is going to blow our minds and I truly believe this is going to be high quality VR and it's going to be better than the Quest 2 and the Quest 2 Pro. But we will see that. We will see that once it comes out. And I still have the feeling that you are all going to get it. <laughs> really, Seb? Honestly, I, yeah. I, I definitely won't be. I mean, it's like, you know, yeah, you I will. Oh, definitely. You said definitely. Oh, we have it all here on video now. I'm going yeah. to show this <laughs> this video. Steve's a hard, like, Steve, I could, like, I might be convinced to do it. Like, I might have to eat crow. I don't know if Steve's going to do it. Like, is there going to be a, a special, like, Microsoft Flight Simulator on PSVR 2? Oh, uh, well, no. That's that that the only way. I mean, nah. I've just bought a really, really, really stupidly expensive computer, so there's no way I'm going to buy PlayStation as well. But even even without that, like, most people, everybody, actually, who's bought a PlayStation 5, even you, Seb, when you bought a PlayStation 5, you didn't do it because of VR. That, that, no, that, I did. That I, I did. I you did buy it. He did it because no, no. he's a YouTuber. No? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly. So probably half of the people, that's, maybe even a quarter of the people that have bought a PlayStation 5 go, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I might try it. And, you know, then maybe they might, you know, get excited about it. In fact, they probably will if it's going to be as amazing as you think it's going to be. I hope but so. But either way, it, it is an afterthought. It definitely is. Otherwise, they would have announced it when, it was a, when PlayStation 5... Well... They could have been worried about killing off PSVR 1 cells like two years early. They could have been worried about that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so wow. It's so exciting. But at least that's what we all can agree on. This is good for virtual reality. Oh, right? yeah. This Definitely. is, I mean, like everyone can agree to this. This is great for yeah. us. This is great for our biggest hobby, right? It's amazing that there's going to be another uh, competitor, a competitor that is actually like as strong as Sony. And it's going to be great for all of us, for the whole market, right? To have this kind of variety that there's not going to be a monopoly, right? And that if you are not fan of that Facebook model, right? Of this kind of like you are the product and it's all about getting to know you and ads and getting uh, to know you better and privacy concerns. If you're not into that, well, you have another option, and that is so good and also is great for Sony. Oh, my goodness, this is good, and I'm really happy about it. And now we're already two hours and 30 <laughs> minutes in. Oh, my goodness, and it felt like 
<laughs> and it felt like that. And I think it is a good I time. I think we go though. two more, guys. Two more. Hours. We could do it. We could do it. Marathon. <laughs> right, right. Marathon. We could do it for sure, but people probably will get a bit tired of us. <laughs> but I'm so happy that so many people are watching this. And again, I would like to say thank you to everyone who is watching this live. So many people, over 200 people. That is definitely like amazing for such a young podcast like the Next Dimension podcast. We're killing it here. And yeah, thanks, Steve and Tatiana and Anthony. And um, yeah, also um, Gary Reckoner for like doing this every week. It's amazing. And I'm so happy to do this podcast with you guys. Yeah. All right. So for all of you who enjoy this podcast, please give it a thumbs up right now, right now. Now that you're still live, give it a thumbs up and do make noise for the algorithm. Do leave a comment down in the comment section later when this podcast is on the MRTV YouTube channel so that more people can find it. It does make a difference if you do leave your comment. So do leave your comment. What do you think? Are you happy about the PlayStation VR 2? Do you think this is going to happen? I mean, uh, do you think the... Do, are you going to buy it? Or what about the Quest 2 Pro? Is that a thing? And I'm so happy that I talk about this now because that reminds me of our Paul. <laughs> Not forgetting it this time. <laughs> so now, now there were so many people watching this. It's time to go to the polls. We have two questions today. And those two questions are, the first question is, do you believe Facebook will come out with a Quest 2 Pro instead of a Quest 3? Yes? No? I don't care about what they do. Please do leave <laughs> your poll D now, please, please go to the polls now. Do leave your vote right now. The link is down in the description of this video. And you still have like one or two minutes to tell us, to join the discussion here, to make your voice count. So go there right now. What do you think? Do you believe Facebook will come out with a Quest 2 Pro instead of a Quest 3? Please say yes, no, or please say I don't care about what they do. The second question, the second question here is the following. Will you get the PSVR 2? Number, uh, and the options are, yes, shut up and take my money. <laughs> <laughs> my 900. <laughs> Number two, nope, not a PlayStation person. This is Steve. <laughs> <laughs> And, I'm, I'm snickering. <laughs> yeah. <It's true. laughs> yeah, right. And uh, the third option, it depends on the specs. So for all of you who really want to see the specs that's first. Like, yeah, that's a good point. If the specs are like yeah, mind-blowing, yeah. then maybe, maybe there's a chance. <laughs> Probably that might be you. So please now go to the polls and do join the discussion. That is what this podcast is about. It's not only about us ranting about stuff. It's also about you telling us what do you think? So, do you believe Facebook will come up with a Quest 2 instead of the Quest 3? And also, please do let us know, are you going to get the PSVR 2? Yes, shut up and take my money. Nope, not a PlayStation person. It depends on the specs. So, before, before, before we go into the results, I do want to ask the three of you, do you believe Facebook will come up with a Quest 2 Pro instead of the Quest 3? Steve. 
Yes, definitely. I reckon it might even be out this year, possibly. Okay. Definitely, yeah. Okay. It makes sense for the... And it's going to be focused upon the geeky, techie stuff. All the things that most gamers, most Quest users might not actually be bothered about. Maybe like, you know, the manual IPD adjustment, possibly. I don't think uh, the field of view is going to be any different, but maybe something that, you know, like a display port would be amazing. Maybe not, but that would be nice for me personally. Uh, It's just those little updates, you know, just those little incremental things that will entice someone who's a real fanatic about VR and wants those extra features, maybe like a better head strap, you know, with audio, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I do think that might be out this year. Okay, Tatiana, what do you think? Do you believe Facebook will come out with a Quest 2 Pro instead of Quest 3? Uh, (laughs) I kind of want to believe that it's going to be Quest 3 and Quest 3 Pro, but they can title it whatever they want, but what it will be in reality is an increase improved version and then (laughs) and then a a budget version of the improved version but i want both of them to be better than vr2 that's than quest 2 that's what i think i i i don't think that there will be for some reason i have this feeling that there's going to be two announcements that just Mm -hmm. one Let's see, let's see. Anthony, what do you think? Quest 2 Pro instead of Quest 3? Yes or no? Yeah, you know, Bosworth, man, he practiced that wink all week. Yeah, right. And I really <laughs> believe, yeah, it's coming. It's coming this November, guys. Yeah, I also think so. I think Quest 2 Pro is going to happen. It's going to happen in this November. Totally agreed. Then the other question, will you get a PSVR 2? Steve, yes, shut up and take my money. Two, nope, not a PlayStation person. Number three, it depends on the specs. No, unless it's a new flight sim that's amazing oh. and it's got like everything that I would ever imagine. It's got smell-o-vision. If it's got that, then I will buy a PlayStation 5. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm going to, we have it all on video now. I'm going to play it back to you. Like whenever, whenever you talk about the PlayStation 5, like I'm It's not going to happen. It's not okay. going to happen. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. And uh, Tatiana, are you going to get the PlayStation VR 2? Yes? Nope? Depends on the specs. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. I actually don't think it was going to work with PlayStation 4, so I will have no. to buy PlayStation 5 as well. <laughs> but yes, yes I, okay. I'm, I'm going to wait for the craziness to cool down, and I will just go to the store and pick up PlayStation 5 without the crazy overprices and the lines. So okay. it's going to happen. I'm just yeah, sure. going to sit stay put. Okay. Anthony, are you going to get the PlayStation VR 2? Yes, nope, depends on the specs. No, my blood bleeds green. I'm all Xbox all the time. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, it's gonna take it's gonna take a Herculean effort to get me to withdraw 900 bucks right, and right. drop it Same on here. that. But it's possible. Anything's possible. Okay, I got it. I think you're going to do it. Yeah. Will I get the PlayStation VR two? Uh, let me think. Yeah, obviously, of course, I'm going to get it, and of course, really? I'm going to Surprise really. Me. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm, I like to surprise people. So <laughs> MRTV is going to get the PlayStation VR 2, yes. Okay, so now let's let's have a look at what you said. So let me stop the count now. And let's look at the first result here. Wait a moment. Let me check this out, how to make it happen. So... Okay, now it should be here. No, 
Why cannot why can I not see the results, you know? Wait a moment. Very soon it's going to happen, hopefully. Yes, here it is. So let me share this with you now. Do you believe Facebook will come out with a Quest 2 Pro instead of a Quest 3? Yes, 32%, 32.7%, no, 30.6%, and I don't care about what they do, 36.7%. Wow, the majority doesn't care about what they do. Well, that probably would have been different on other podcasts, <laughs> about the topics. <laughs> but on this podcast, it says, most of you don't care. Second majority, like, um, yes, you do think it's going to happen. And 30% still say no. And it's still changing a bit here. Okay, interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. So let's now go to the second... Uh yeah, yeah, but what does it mean? Don't care? Does it mean that I'm not going to buy it? No, they don't yeah, care about. They they, they would not. They, they would Facebook, not. Period. Yeah, they would. I'm they a don't hater. like. It should not, say that. No, no. Hey, hey, I'm not a hater, but I also understand what they're feeling about. It's about privacy, and they don't like the business model. So yeah, they're not. They're not haters. I'm not a hater. So let's come to the. Let's come to the to the next poll. And the next poll: Will you get the PlayStation VR two? So let's go to the results here. And we have... This will be interesting, actually. Yes, shut up and take my money. 22 people. Actually, oh, not so many people joined. This is, this is not percentage. This is people. 22 people said, yes, shut up and take my money. 10 people said, nope, not a PlayStation person. And mm -hmm. 17 people said, it depends on the spec. So, yeah. Yep, lots of people say they're going to get it. And uh, yeah, I forgot to click on the percentage in the poll. But anyways, interesting to see that. Wow, what an amazing episode. What a great episode of the Next Dimension podcast. Really, really cool. And yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Hope you did too. So that's the end of the episode. Very long, two hours and 40 <laughs> minutes. But we did have lots of things to talk about, right? So at the end of the podcast, again, I would ask you, if you enjoyed that, please give it a thumbs up. Do leave a comment for the algorithm. And also, if you have an iPod, no, an iPad or an <laughs> iPhone, do open the podcast app, find the Next Dimension podcast and do leave a review. A five-star review would be amazing. And that's everything that we got for this episode. Thank you so much for watching and we're looking forward to see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.